welcome to Bro Taste This. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to Vida y Vino episode 20, 21? 20, right? 20. 20. 20. The big two zero. Where we break down food, wine, news, and our childhood trauma. I am Luis Pablo, and joined with me today, we got Philip Golden Corral. We got Juan Legend. The one and only. And we have a special guest. We got Jojo Goldberg joining us in the hot seat today. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Thank you for making time in your busy day. Absolutely. Yeah. Appreciate it. Anything for the homies. You can find him at Joe's Advanced Painting on Instagram if you want. It's uh, impressive shit what you do. Thank you. I look yeah, at you shit really all the is. time. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Appreciate that. I was going to paint this apartment, and you were going to be the person I reached out to. But then I, I was like... I yeah, can help you. It's a lot of money. I can prep you out. <laughs> right? <laughs> nah, dude. Yeah, we... um. Because you saw how high the ceilings are in the living oh, yeah. room. They're yeah. fucking high. It's huge, man. It's a lot of wasted, you know, heat, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, we worked on a handful of mansions on Lake Geneva itself. And um, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, things are, are booming. We just got we just hired on a laborer and um, it's myself, another person and the laborer. So, yeah, there's three of you guys, three of us. Um, Doug, my basically my partner he uh has been teaching me everything i need to know he's been in the business for about 40 years and i'm very fortunate and lucky to have someone like him to show me the uh the ropes the, the ropes of the trade you know the paintbrush per se paintbrush everything, <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah grateful and um how yeah. long have you been doing it now uh two years now this will be the at the end of 2022 oh. it'll be three years two years as your business or two years painting um, two years is my business. Yeah. Oh, so how you, many years of painting? I, I just, I just, I kind of did it backwards. I uh, learned how to paint, but yeah. I, I basically had a business account open, and I just kind of ran with it. it. Yeah, basically. Why painting? Why not? I mean, <laughs> I, I learned how to uh, install window and doors in high school, and um, I've mm -hmm. been a grunt boy most of the time. And uh, painting is, uh, it's zen. It's very uh, peaceful. You have to be calm. Yeah, cool, you're collected. right. Mm -hmm. Can't be shaky. Can't be you know. You got to be straight. So it's a good time. I like it. Keeps me uh keeps me in line. That's yeah, for sure. And what a best place to do it around the, like the Lake Geneva Bay area. Dude, my office is when I'm working outside. My office is the lake. Like it's it's pretty mm -hmm. awesome. Can't get you know? better than that, man. That's fucking sick. Well, thank you for being on the show today. We're drinking the Federalist 2018 Zinfandel. Today's gonna be a spicy episode, boys. Um, let's uh let's go ahead and taste the wine, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, yeah, everyone. Cheers. cheers. Beautiful. Oof. This is a very dark red wine. It's got a picture of our Lord and Savior, George Washington. You know what? I think the founding fathers would be disappointed if they saw the country we have it today. I mean, <laughs> In what way, for, Luis? For a number Elaborate. of reasons, I guess. <laughs> Elaborate, man. You know, men, we're losing men. They're, they need to clean their rooms. You know, I think they would be most pissed off about the fact that they're desexualizing M&Ms. <laughs> Out of everything going on nowadays, I feel like that would really grind their gears the most. I agree. Yeah, the founding fathers did not yeah. die for nothing. They did not come over here from good old little England and good old Europe just to have their sexy M&Ms taken away. I don't I think agree. that's the reason they crossed the ocean blue. I agree. 
Speaking of ocean blue, this 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 wine. I mean, if they were alive back then and they tried this wine, come on. No, I love it. It sits well in the tongue. Actually, back then they must have been drinking piss water. Yeah, what do you guys (laughs) think? I'm not tasting it. Oh, it's it's like like you said, spicy. It's got a nice berry taste to it. Yeah, I think it's very spicy. I think uh, it it does have a lot of fruit though. It's spicy. It's fruity. Mm -hmm. Um, High acid. Very. Easy to drink though. Very high acid. Yeah. Kind of get like a tire feeling to it. Really, I didn't notice. To be honest with you, if it leaves your mouth moist, like if you still can swallow after you take a sip, mm-hmm. that means it's very high acidity. I guess we should explain that, right? For some, for I I kind of thought it was what? more like the more sour notes, the more like citrus, like lemon or lime juice. I feel in mm-hmm. there, yeah. the more acidity I f- I feel. Like when you take a bite out of an apple and it's extremely juicy, like a Granny Smith, mm-hmm. a green one, and that's you get like a really sour one that's because like high acid, you know? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. very okay. similar taste. Whereas like, something's dry, you'll be like, yeah, right. No, I hear you saying. No, I, I understand. I uh, COVID man kind of messed up my senses. Still, I'm still. You're, you know that doesn't exist, right? No, it does. Bro. <laughs> Did you have it once or twice? Twice. I just got over it. Oh, wow. Three weeks ago, a month ago. Did you lose both of your senses both times? Well, I actually, last year, January, the first time I got it, I hit. I was hit hard. And mm. um, yeah, no, I, it, it came back, if you want, if you yeah. want to say that. But like, it, it hasn't been the same. Everything is... Yeah. Like since the first time? Since the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like then, your senses or like your taste buds? Damn. My taste buds oh, no. Smelling, smelling so things. Uh, so like, you know, coffee smells like shit. <laughs> which is unfortunate because I absolutely love coffee. But it you just, still drink coffee? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just I can taste I mean, it. Obviously, ass, but so. like, it's not what it once was. Got yeah. it. Got it. You know. Exactly, yeah. brother. I didn't know you had COVID twice. Twice, man. Yeah. Got my ass kicked. Yeah. Rough. I've and, I've only got it once. And um, I don't know. I've been thinking about getting vaccinated, but I'm not. You know, not really sure about it. I'm kind of on the fence. And, you know what? Uh, if you well, got it well, twice, I, dude, I'm not a doctor, but do you need to get vaccinated now? You should be filled with well, antibodies. That's the thing is, I, I, I had I, I know people that have had the vaccination and they they get sick, but they don't feel it that bad. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. I just that's what happened to pe- uh, three out of five people in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all got Omicron during or what we think is Omicron because it went around so fast. <laughs> Who knows, man? Um, but they got it during like the holiday season. I had like told these guys. And nobody like even broke a fever, wow. and and they all and, vaccinated. Yeah, all vaccinated. Interesting. Yeah, nobody even broke a fever. Like every, people just tested positive. Um, there was one person that was like bedridden, but like that was for like six hours. Like oh, six hours of pain. Yeah, like it, it, it was a pretty just easy isolation for them. They, like mm. I just had to stay away from them because they were positive for a few days. The the first time I got COVID, I was like quote-unquote bedridden for like five days out of like the mm-hmm. two-week quarantine and yeah i lost my senses Damn, like that's, every, everything that tastes like apple too. cider vinegar mm-hmm. like like you said everything tastes like shit for you coffee like everything tastes like apple cider vinegar yeah trying to eat yogurt and soups is dead what about you Luis? how bad did COVID i got it kick your ass i haven't gotten it twice i did get it once and that first time man it i mean it fucking wrecked me which is why i was so keen on getting uh the gene therapy shot by moderna yeah, that's um, right. It is gene therapy, technically, yeah. 
Uh, so the first he time, got the Gates double dose. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, don't shoot that cloud of fucking dust into space. Shoot it Put right into my Put the peanut butter <laughs> consistency one. Use that one. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> so, so you got the the first variant last year, or yeah, I got yeah, it when okay. it first came through. He that got was, he got the one. Johnson and Johnson version from ten years ago <laughs> that they had just found in a vault. <laughs> I heard Johnson and Johnson was making a vaccine, so I just went to my bathroom and I was like, I got some soap here. <laughs> I, got, I, got I got some, some talcum powder. I got some water. <laughs> I got some talc. No, and I got it really fucking bad. Um, yeah. This was in November of last year. Mm. And, dude, it was like, it was so bad that I started thinking to myself, am I the 1% that dies? <laughs> like, it was that It bad. crossed my mind, too, yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I was bedridden. Um, it hurt to lay down, like, to the point where I'm like, you know, if it, the only thing I can compare it to was, like, a really rough workout mm. like i would wake mm. up from naps and like sleeping like extreme muscle soreness and it felt like someone had like beat me up while i slept right and i i would have to change like thank god that at the time my bed was against the wall so i would like lay on my side because if i'd lay on my back it would just hurt that i couldn't fall asleep uh-huh. my chest i lost my sense of i'm trying to remember if it was smell or taste i lost my sense of smell but i could still taste everything so my yeah. parents would like bring me like soup and then drop it off in my room and I could, I'm like, I can't smell anything. Like, I don't understand. It freaks you out when you're like, it's been so long, I can't smell or taste or whatever. It's yeah. like, is this how it's going to be? Like, yeah. So you start putting Where are your food. senses, Joe? Like, we're, like how, how much can you taste? How so much can I, you smell? I can taste a fair amount, to be honest with you. I can taste, it's just certain things. I, I can't really give too many examples right off the head, okay. but there are things that I can't, you know. Like, like for taste. a little bit after the first time, like, eating a burger would like just remind me of apple cider vinegar. So like I can, I can imagine like, yeah, since getting off your second time, it's just mm-hmm. your taste buds are zapped essentially. Yeah. yeah the uh, unfortunate thing too, about last year was I was actually quarantined for my 24th birthday. Damn. So I was on the couch dying, you know, my back was blown out. Like yeah. just laying there just, um, but no man, Hey, tough times. That's why I got a good feeling about 2022, man. Hell yeah. Same. It's, it's a, it's an energy that I've noticed with, um, with a lot of people that I continue to keep talking with, it's just yeah something in their eyes, man, telling me it's it's going to be a good year. Damn, good, that's, that's a good feeling, man. Good feeling. I agree. To be honest, yeah. dude, that's I love that. I love that you said that. That's it's, that's dope. It's you true, know? man. Twenty five awesome. years a year of growth. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, think about it. we went through basically two years of hell. Oh yeah. You know, dude, our two years politically of people staying away from each other. I think you know. I think our generation specifically has. And you can see why there's such a cynicism, because we've we've just seen like the worst of humanity. Mm-hmm. Like we saw crisis after crisis. We saw 9/11. We saw mm-hmm. the Iraq 2008. war. We saw 2008. We saw the house market crash. We saw mm-hmm. presidency. You know, essentially from Get like, ch- almost trying to hijack the presidency. Yeah, well, that yeah. I was gonna go even go further back into like the 2000s when like. You know, Al, what's it? Al yeah, Gore, you're right. And essentially the same thing. Al Gore and Bush and the Supreme Court. So you and saw then, all that go down and then you were confused. And, and then the birth of social media and Facebook and then yeah. streaming services. Not only that, being born into technology with phones. Yeah, we're iPad oh. babies. Dude, I, can't, I can't clean my room unless I got a fucking podcast going. Uh, same. For real. Like, you know, we, pe- people don't understand, like, when you're on the social media. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, um, when you're on social media, there is a unnecessary anxiety that comes with it yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um us being born with that you know i mean things I are know. things are just weird that's why like the digital space that's like continuing to grow and grow mm-hmm. like i i you know i think ultimately nfts are a scam 
Um, and there's a lot of, you know, Marxist uh, literature to prove it. But <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, come on. So the anti-capitalism. And, yeah, the, yeah. The overanalyzation of our economy. It's or, like, OK, this is what I think about hmm. when I think about uh, not, like I believe in crypto. I, it's when it comes to like Ethereum, like specifically being used to buy like NFTs. It reminds me very much of Fortnite. And like Fortnite, you're not buying. Oh, okay. You're skins. buying skins. You're not doing that with dollars. You're doing that with V Bucks and coins. So it just feels the same way about it all. So it's like, all right, like it just, this is the same yeah. thing as that. Like it's pointless stuff mm-hmm. that's digital space. That's what an NFT is. Yeah. So, and, and, and NFTs and social media now with Twitter, if you pay them like a special fee, you can have your NFT as your profile picture yeah you can now link it but it's mm-hmm. like all right guess what you can still right click on their picture and save as like it's still the same shit and i know it's digital space but going back to what joe said the anxiety now you're going to start to get kids that are like growing up and be like damn i don't have an nft as my profile picture yeah. and i grew up in this digital space this is all i know so instead of it's going to fuck with their brains even more yeah i don't have a bored ape or whatever ape they're yeah. called Exactly. It's so. hard to keep track of it. But like, it's just the more people are talking about it. I, we were talking a couple of weeks ago. We went to the movies and there was a big crypto ad, a big advertisement for crypto mm-hmm. by, uh, what's his face, Matt Damon or Ben Stiller or whatever. Uh, Some it, Hollywood character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the bubble has burst. It's gotten oh. too big. Eventually it's going to... Well, it's been down 50%. It's the lowest yeah. it's been in 10 years. Yeah. Oh, see? People are yeah. saying that a lot of these speculative asset bubbles are are bursting right now, which is like... Bitcoin, crypto, SP is down. The fact that like Bitcoin like is like super hard to use. It's it's been years and years and years, and they it hasn't become any easier to use. Like, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, they're, they're, those bubbles are popping. I saw something about how mm. an athlete, um, Odell Beckham Jr. I'm sure you guys know, um, signed a contract with the Rams, and the contract he signed, he was like, he he made a big deal about this, but he signed it for in Bitcoin. And oh wow! Yeah, um, and uh, it was like while Bitcoin was at an all-time high. With NFL? And not, yeah, with the, with the Rams. Oh wow! And so now he's getting still so, paid. So, like he 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 got paid in Bitcoin, but now the the value of that Bitcoin dropped like crazy. So like uh, um, the amount that he netted for the season was something like less than fifty thousand because it dropped that much. Like oh. the the his contract amount was supposed to be you know like. A few million or whatever, and the Bitcoin drops so much so fast because he went he asked for it at an all time high. Yeah, like it only has to go down from there, you know. Like, so I mean, that is a funny same same thing with the New York City governor, by the way. Oh, I know he took his first yeah. three paychecks in Bitcoin. Eric Adams. It's like wow, how brave, yeah. how mm-hmm. brave. <laughs> And now he's probably like, damn, man, like, is this gonna, is this gonna pan out? But those are the necessary sh- scapegoats to eventually, like, yeah, we're doing it in Bitcoin. So if we're doing it, you should do it too. Dude, uh, elaborating on what Joe was saying, though, um, you know, media? social media being mm-hmm. this harbor- harbinger of depression and anxiety to like youth everywhere. Um, have you guys been keeping up with Elon Musk's or one of his many? like companies on his portfolio Neuralink yes yeah. I've heard a little bit about it I know what it is but he, how he okay so a while it's like Google glasses, a decade right? ago or so he uh, paired up with this biotech company to try to help people who have like spinal issues brain issues nerve issues things like that right mm. he was supposed to be at the forefront of helping people 
with injuries like that. Mm-hmm. But he, in like within that process of the last 10 years, he's shifted his focus to more of a consumer base rather than medical applications uh, of this technology. And the technology being quite literally like an internal chip in your brain that like allows you to enter like yeah. the online universe. The 100% of your brain basically. Yeah, like, and, and this is this is like all real, you know, they've been yeah. experimenting on apes for like- Rats, uh, I believe. Uh, yeah, animals for Bro, quite a few been... years. And they wanted to start experimenting on humans like yeah. in the near future. I mean- Some workplaces, there's, there, there was a workplace, an article a couple of years ago in Wisconsin Sign me that up. had a, a chip in your forearm to get in and out of buildings. Wasn't that a big thing? Yeah, I ago? think, I, I remember Here that, in Wisconsin, yeah. some company know. tried to urge like- it was, Yeah, it was like some sort of RF FID pass. Yeah, to get in and out of the building and yeah. track your lunches oh, and all that yes. stuff. I know what you're about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but this is like a hundred times that. This oh, is exactly. like Black Mirror. Like in your brain. Yeah, <laughs> in your brain. You just like shut your eyes off. You can be in the corner and suddenly you're on like, you know, mm-hmm. wherever you want to be in the bottom of the ocean, your favorite porn studio, whatever, man. Hell yeah. We're kind of in our favorite porn studio now. I mean, that is a black couch. So, oh, you're talking about our current studio right now? Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean... It's got a nice vibe here. Again, I think that we're just steering in that direction already. Like, it, it feels more and more like... Why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, what do we have to lose besides, you know... Our humanity. I mean, the Earth is already going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> our sanity. I mean, I just watched The Matrix not too long ago, and again, it makes me feel like, are we that far from this? Like, are like truly, are we that far? You know, like cyberpunk, you know? I mean, why yeah. Not? Yeah. It really does why feel not, like dude? we're we're mm-hmm. close to just... Ready player one. Yeah. Like, we're just all going to take... T- I took a fucking Oculus day uh, over the uh, holidays when I put on, like, the Oculus. And you really do, like, teleport. It's like, hard. You just put that thing on and you're like, this is not okay. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. 100% I agree with you. So now Lisa. imagine I'm if totally that was right. just an on and off switch... You just blink twice and yeah. suddenly you're there, you know? It's like, connect. I like Click I, your heels. I feel like he's not trying to create, like... I don't think he's trying to create, like, a metaverse. I don't think that's what he's trying to do. Oh, though. with the Neuralink? With the Neuralink. I believe he's trying to, like, actually use it for for the better rather than just... Uh, no, he, he did. Did he, did he say he, he going to use it for, like, a he, social media platform? Yeah, he did say that he wanted to sh- shift, like, to a more consumer base, mm-hmm. like... Well, uh, I mean, platform. Like, consumer-based yeah. platform could be like a and, different and, and, healthcare, and he, like his own like healthcare Neuralink. Like, oh, instead of going through Blue Cross, Blue Shield, sign up for Elon Musk. He, he did specifically also bring up the meta, chip Metaverse and Facebook. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, that's, so, that's surprising at all. yeah, I got, I got to say anything. I mean, Elon does, there, I'm on. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm on the train, man. There's just a lot, dude. Elon Musk is low key like kind of scammy. Sociopath, like, scammy. He hasn't created a company. He's just bought into them. Like right. the, the Hyperloop that he was supposed to produce in California. And how, oh, the the boring tunnels. Yeah, how it was supposed to be like this incredible Jetsons like technology, and and where you, you your car can just zoom in and like pop out mm-hmm. in different parts of the of the city. It, it's literally just become tunnels, but only for Tesla cars. Mm. Yeah, he so. got funding for research from California, but then it didn't go past that. You know, I can see why he only has has it for Tesla though, because I guess it could be a liability issue if it were just a regular car in there. No, but mm-hmm. to an extent, and at the same, but he did mention like this is going to be the um, transportation of the future. Yeah, well, this I, is going to be how we solve traffic because it is safer to have 
you know, especially in places like where where they're at in California and stuff like that, getting earthquakes. Uh, mm. Apparently, when I, I I watched a video long ago, and it was about this. Yeah, the tunnels go through, and they are actually able to work, flex, flex dance with the with the, okay. the earthquakes. Could Makes be, sense, yeah. You Shift know? along the tectonic yeah. plates. Could be. Yeah. It just it just seemed like slightly convenient that oh well. I hear you. The design at this point means that only my current cars that I create <laughs> are the ones that can go in. Ooh, breaking news: Trump tards are cutting off their Carhartt logos. <laughs> so Carhartt <laughs> CEO. <laughs> As uh, not my clothing wear. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> so they have stated that they are mandating vaccines, which has ultimately been hit with a boycott from everybody on the right wing. And ultimately, I'm pro it, bro. I fucking love wearing Carhartt. That shit is that shit is durable. And mm-hmm. if you're telling me that it's gonna be even more in stock than it currently is, and you know what, man? I think that you told me it's gonna go on discount. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> That's like the, the, the Midwest American Eagle, Carhartt. Oh, bro, Ooh. you wish. That shit is a Midwest Gucci. But <laughs> <laughs> Carhartt is expensive, but I'll tell you what, it it's lasts worth long. It, man. It's worth yeah. it. It's 100% worth it. Yeah, you're a construction guy. You're a, you're a laborer. Yeah, I did tree work too, man. I, I wore the jackets, the bibs, the oh, boots, you know, yeah. anything I can get, hats. That shit Would you consider legit. that statement offensive then? Do you have to be a trumper to like good clothing? I mean... Well, no, those are the people who are outraged. <laughs> is this is this just Trump or is this I, the, I the blue collar? I think it's just Trumpers just being. Yeah, I know. think it's just Trumpies being Trumpies. They're okay. low key though. To be fair, um, Starbucks did the same thing. With what? Uh, Starbucks, being like a super progressive company, did not mandate a. It would not mandate it, a a vaccine. So uh, people are also boycotting them. The, wait, people are boycotting Starbucks for pe- the fact that they would not mandate the vaccine. That's very interesting on both fronts. That's unfortunate, yeah. to be yeah. honest, you know, because they are giving their... I know a lot of people that worked for factories and stuff, you know, 13, 20 plus years, and now they're getting fired because, you know, or they were. They were on the, the, the brinks of it. I'm not really sure what the status of it is now. But. Well, I know there was a... It ultimately got ta- uh, yeah, turned got down ta- yeah. where a company, if they had 100 or more employees needed, I think at least 90% to be vaccinated. There was some sort of threshold like that. Yeah, yeah, but it specifically had to do with 100 employees or more. But it was ultimately at their own discretion. At that now point, it's right? being left up to their own discretion. Yeah. They, they, at the time, though, the, the mandate, which was an executive order by Biden, was that companies of 100 or more, like he, like Luis said, had to either test every week. You had to like have the employee test. Or they would have to have the vaccine mandated up to like a certain percentage. I think it was like ninety percent, and then like the last ten percent was like health or like religious concerns. Yeah, but they like that shit got struck down in court. So like immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, not now though. Like it's just being left up to like each company. So. Yeah, it's definitely more. Which I think it's more it should patchwork. Be, which I think it should be. You know, I think yeah. it should be more company forward. Like. It, it depends on because I work for a small owned company and ultimately for us, it was like, you know, we encourage getting it, um, but we're not going to force anyone to do it. And there's a, people I work with that didn't get it that ultimately got super sick. There's people that I did work with that got sick who did get the vaccine. So it's it's at your own discretion, I guess, just, you know, I, I thought it was interesting because Carhartt is a very 
like you said, it's the Gucci of the Midwest. <laughs> like people who wear it on a regular basis are typically people who work in construction and people who are laborers. Yeah, and those farmers. people are typically right wing. Mm-hmm. So it just felt very, very interesting that the CEO was like, "Yeah, it's a little ass fuck um, yeah." Um, I, I saw videos of like, "I've had this Carhartt hat <laughs> for ten years, thick and through." They're and like cutting the logo, burning it up, and fucking. I don't crazy. know, guys. It kind of smells like cancel culture to me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but but what, can, what can you do? Though? It's like people burning their LeBron jerseys after he left. It's like fuck you. Like you're gonna you're gonna turn down a great product. Can we just agree that like? Burning a product in general is kind of childish. It is so stupid. So childish, it, yeah. It's kind of like attention-seeking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's, you, it's very... You bought it. Your parents didn't <laughs> give you enough energy. I always find it interesting when people get so mad over things that don't affect them. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a change or make a difference or have your voice or go loot, go riot. I couldn't That's agree more. Great idea. I mm-hmm. couldn't agree more. Uh, we encourage on Brotes List to go looting and go riot. Thank you for pointing that out, Phil. I should be following what Joe Biden said. <laughs> What's up, baby? Bye. Breaking news. My heart rate is at 80. <laughs> it's very high. Seems like it's very high. All this talk about patriotism. Yours usually, is usually even higher. 80? Well, there was one day where it was like 100. Mm-hmm. Like we were just sitting here. That's Good burn. That seems like it's high. Eighty is not bad for just sitting here. Let's go my, take a lap. My resting heart rate is usually like Lance a, Armstrong would the be 50s. upset with you right now. Mm-hmm. He would be. He'd be true. disappointed, dude. His resting heart rate was in the forties. Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Lance Armstrong, the the biker and, guy, and yeah. he didn't need with any testicles nut? to do that. Yeah, just, he, he has one <laughs> testicle. <laughs> That's exactly. all will, baby. Uh, so Wisconsin has removed a temporary restraining order that blocks seven healthcare workers from leaving their jobs to begin working at a competitor. We want to take this next segment to specifically focus on healthcare workers, frontline workers, and nurses because we've been doing a lot of um, reading and uh, research this week on the mistreatment, the low staffing, the purpose low staffing, and uh, one thing that is that I found really really interesting is that. For the first, at, at this point now, mm-hmm. we have the most nurses in America than ever before. The mo- yep, the most licensed nurses. But how those people are refusing to work under restricted conditions. Uh, Juan, do you want to take it away? Yeah, I mean, let's let's uh, go off of, first of all, the general situation, like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're learning that uh, the financialization of uh, the healthcare industry, and specifically... The way that um, not what are supposed to be nonprofits, uh, our multiple hospital systems throughout the country, uh, have a lot of what most people would consider bloat. Um, people who are just administrators, paper pushers, who are kind of siphoning the majority of the profits that these hospitals are making, uh, specifically with the case here in Wisconsin. Uh, me and Philip were learning that on the way here that it, this is Theta Care, a hospital that is currently suing seven Wisconsin nurses and uh, other various uh, professionals in the hospital industry mm-hmm. for daring to leave their current job and getting a better work-life balance and uh, bene- uh, just benefits package in general at a different job, even though they are under no contract, any salary. They are employed under at-will laws and rules, meaning 
they can get fired at any point, but they can also leave at any point. But they got their hospital is literally taking them to court rather than offering them a better benefits package, a a better compensation package, because they don't want them to set the precedent, right, that anybody can leave and just ask for better pay. Um, and it's just incredible that this particular hospital, ThetaCare, here in, was it Appleton? Appleton, Wisconsin. That's right. Uh, they, they have, in tw- 2020, they had made three quarters of a billion dollars on a hospital of four, uh, under 500 beds and that they had been winning awards for how good their profit margins were. Like just one year prior, they were winning awards for how good they were at bringing in money. So and supporting all the revenue. Exactly. And and, coming in and the, coming so in. the company it has all this money, it's swimming in money, but it's not sharing that money with the people who are quite literally bringing that money in on the front lines the, with the nurses, the, the doctors. Backbone. Exactly. And it's just a great example of of what is really a microcosm of nursing in general in the country, like Luis was saying, how at the time uh, nursing and emergency rooms are currently being designed so that nurses are basically running on like the almost like a server having 10 tables, right? Like a nurse has way too many patients for them, like that is safe, you know, mm-hmm. and that at the end can kind of present itself in a bunch of bad situations if you ever end up in the hospital. Right. You know, like they were calling it uh, flex scheduling, which is uh, the bare minimum scheduled people that they can have in order to run. And this has been a boiling pot of disaster and a ticking time bomb because when, you know, Specifically, we saw a uh, feature that was presented by the New York Times of these nurses talking. And one specifically said, you know, usually you get five people maximum that die at a hospital. Like most people actually don't die in a hospital. And it went from five people to like five to ten people a day to like 30 a day. Mm -hmm. Like just because they couldn't keep up with simply having all those patients in beds and not enough nurses to take care of them. So you see in their brains very, very similar results to what frontline soldiers had because they're just in these very, very high stress, intense situations and ultimately being calm and patient. But then the moment that situation is over, they would you know, have to go home and relax and they just couldn't do yeah. it. Deal with all the trauma of people dying. Like at yeah. this point last year, the number one hashtag on Twitter was RIP because of the amount of people that were passing away. Huh. So imagine being a, like a, like you said a nurse or yeah dealing with that on health day to day basis daily basis and then going back home and potentially bringing that to your family yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. everyone knows like I mean, uh, in this modern era everyone's bunking up together everyone's got big families immediate families and a lot of these nurses homes. are from like minorities right and a lot of the minorities are like hooping up together and yeah in those get, multi-generational homes mm-hmm. killing off your poor grandpas and grandpas grandmas and grandpas. Yeah. And I find it super, I don't know how you guys feel about it. They get called heroes, but they're being treated. It's almost like a substitute rather than treating them right. Right. We'll it's just like, oh, you're such a hero. Give you a for- few pats on the back and, right. and, and hope that you accept being that. Being thrown out there to the wolves. And it's like, that's not a hero, bro. Like, these people are being mistreated. They're They're being misled so that when they get into this industry, you know, a lot of them are like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's how you see, like, we have the highest of all time number of registered nurses, but hospitals just refuse to want to hire people um, 
on the case of, well, because they're going to complain or maybe they left their job due to the fact that they did just not like the environment. No. And like Juan was men- was saying, instead of like matching their desired wages, they just took them to court. They literally took them to court. <laughs> they they have a national court battle with them instead of I think, I think paying cur- them the pro- like better wages. I, if, I, if I'm correct, currently now that got lifted. So they yes. can work at Avion? Yes. I think it's uh, Avion Ascension. Avion. Ascension. Yeah, so Timothy Breister, one of the Theta Care employees who received the offer from Ascension, had submitted a letter to the judge that said that he and his co-worker applied to Ascension because they believed it provided a better work-life balance, mm-hmm. according to uh, the Procrescent. So the fact that they took him to court just feels like, God damn, man, like, couldn't you have just met him halfway? Yeah. Couldn't, like, it would just, like, hire more employees? Improvise. Well, especially yeah. in Wisconsin, it's an at-work state. At-will, yeah. At-will, mm-hmm. at-work. Mm-hmm. At-will, yeah. You know, it's something to say. It's, like, uh, same thing with, like, firefighters, even. You know, mm-hmm. they don't get, they get paid crap. Oh, they yeah. For my 100% least, agree, Unless you're in the yeah. city. They might make No, a, you're a right, decent, you're right. Um, and they count on, like, a volunteer <laughs> force. Exactly. Even though, like, yeah, I mean, that's people doing it out of their own goodwill, but, like... Where how, how many of those people kind of thought, oh, I heard firemen was a good career, and they just kind of got into it thinking something like that. You or know? maybe they just yeah. want to do good. Yeah. And that's right. why they go into the industry. And where I was going with that was, like, you know, they know what they're signing up for. You know, you be straight up with them. You be honest. And same thing with the nurses. You know, it's like, hey, listen, things are going to get tough. You know, brace yourself, the, you know, every once in a great while. But, like, all the time. You're right. It gives you PTSD. I mean, even you guys know, working in the restaurant. I mean, minus the dead bodies and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. the intensity of, of it. Yeah, right? it, it, you are under a lot of pressure. It's it can be it can be traumatizing at, at times. You know. Yeah, you like you know. I think you very much hit it on the head there when you said, you know, you do tell these people like, hey, get prepared for the worst. Right. But you're telling them get prepared for the worst every now and then when they're like having to go in there every day. Balls to the wall. Yeah. yeah. Right. And hey. one nurse specifically, I wish I knew their name, and we'll definitely leave it in the description down below. Um, they say like as quickly as they could clean the bed, it would be filled up with somebody else. That's it, right. Just yep. to flip the bed and. Dude, does that shit not sound like a high pressure restaurant? Yes, yeah. it does. Like, just listening to that, like, but it, almost instead of serving people, you know, like there's serving their lives. That we, serving yeah, death. I, I mean, specifically <laughs> want to say we do not consider the restaurant work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. No way. Not, not at all. I just want to clarify that. Just, <laughs> like we're just uh, talking about. Slightly Very comparable high pressure, pressure yeah. situations. It's almost ludicrous. And I'm just saying slightly comparable. Position. I just want yeah. to clarify. Just, uh, Joe, as someone who left the restaurant industry, um, what was the main reason? For me leaving the industry? Yeah. Um, well, it was just under eight years that I s- served. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I did... Uh, and you served this country well. Yeah, just yeah. You know, I slang the best drinks I could sling. Oh, you, so you were a bartender? I was a bartender. Yeah, oh, okay. I started out as a bar back, so it's just a bartender's bitch. Okay. And then uh, the hierarchy of the bar. Just, yeah, life? basically, and I learned how to dance behind a bar. And did you for four years? Yeah, bro. No, not dance, dance. Oh. Like I'm saying, like dance with the like, you like know, the bar. Oh, okay. Like, oh, no, okay. not like not like stripping. Do you, do you know any tricks? Like you can like like flip a just like, balancing bottles like. So Nothing. you can't go coyote ugly on this? Like, no, no. Flip bottles <laughs> that, everywhere? That's bartending. But, okay. you know. Um, basically, all right, so to your question, um, the thing that, that pushed me away, honestly, it was, uh, I would say that the customers and the poor management is a big thing for me. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. very. And I'm not ripping or saying any names because that's just not, you know. No, we uh, no we can deduct from the last yeah, place. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, Don't worry. 
No. We'll leave that in the notes. We for know what your last serving job was. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. We'll link the, the, the address in the description. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have my team check your taxes. Yeah, exactly. yeah I appreciate it. Yeah. My agent will call yours. Thank you. But, but it's crazy that the, 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 the way the attitude people can act at servers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just because oh, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm paying you, for this. You know, I give respects actually to servers being a bartender because uh, when you're a bartender, you're hiding behind the bar. You, you're not... You're not out in the open presenting to a table you know all that stuff or uh, to me that's just you, granted you're on a stage regardless right you're on a stage whether yeah. you're serving or you're bartending but um and standing behind a bar you get some like more authority in my opinion yes because yeah. like your bar. It, your bar absolutely dude, it feels great whenever somebody is like acting a way they're not supposed to and you're just like snapping them hey yeah <laughs> like almost like a substitute teacher at like little troublesome timmy you know like hey get your settle act down together. get your act together boys step out from a back the bar yeah. but, but little timmy is like a grown man that's yeah. like yeah. Yeah. way too inebriated and then big, they look at you guy. and and they're like you could have said please <laughs> <laughs> and then at that point you're like that's fucking common sense susan as a bartender you do deal with some shit man i mean oh, yeah. dude i had this one couple that was fucking insane. <laughs> so I started working at this place. Um, and this couple came in. They were like chit-chatting at the bar. And they were like super, they were overly nice. And they were like, yo, you're such a handsome. The, the guy specifically was like, dude, you're so handsome. I bet you fuck all the time. And I was like, <laughs> wrong and wrong. But it was just really, really off, right? Like you don't say that to like a random person you don't know. And... You should have been like, oh, this is my OnlyFans. <laughs> Here's my card. Support so my work. Then I found Share out this on Instagram. <laughs> then I found out that this couple had actually had problems at that same restaurant before. Like, he was sucking on her toes one time. Like, Jesus Like, mid-dinner. Like, they were out in the patio when this happened. Still not acceptable. Like, still not acceptable. And he'd be, like, asking me questions. And he'd be, like, groping her in front of me and, like, touching her in front of me. But then I found out a very interesting story. So they were married. She was a mail order to bride. two separate people, and they would meet up every other Saturday morning from at nine a.m. at this hotel slash restaurant, and they would come in, and they would. I would always work Saturday morning, so they would like meet up with me, and I was part of like their queue. <laughs> and they again always super like sexual. They'd make me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> Like, they'd make out tongue in, like, dude, it's like 8 in the morning, bro. Like, families are having breakfast with their kids. Like, it's fucking grandma's birthday in the corner. Like, she don't want to see that shit. And I would see them have, like, super, super highs and then super, super lows. And there was a few incidents that really, really stood out to me. One was they were, like, really intimate and they were, like, really loving. And he said to her, um, I can't believe my fucking wife is being a bitch to me she fucking hates me and i'm fucking redoing the bathroom and i can't believe she's doing this to me and he said to her i wish you were the daughter i wish you were the mother of my daughters and i was like <laughs> damn i was like whole yeah, up yeah. <laughs> and then one time they took photos together or something but she was going through his phone and then she just storms out and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, man, like, can I get you guys another drink or something? He goes, no, we'll just take the bill. And she comes back and she's crying. Damn. And he's like giving her shit. He's like, oh, how can you be mad at that? That's not even a bad picture. And he shows it to me and he's like, I could have helped. I could have used your help this night. And it was a picture of him with like single moms in their mid 30s. And I'm like, yeah, man, that's cool. 
And he, she's like, I never want to fucking see you again. This is fucking ridiculous. I'm just wasting my time with you. <laughs> and then she's like crying. She leaves and he pays the bill. And he's like, man, what are you going to do? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, time to find another one. An hour goes by. They come back walking in together. And I was like, okay. And she literally says to me, she's like, I bet you think we're the craziest people you've ever taken care of. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I fucking, fucking do. Weirdos. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> and dude, I didn't even tell you the best part. The, the guy gifted me a jacket one time oh, that I still yeah. have to this day. He was like, do you like flannels? And I was like, yeah, I love flannels. And oh, um, is that your flannel? The blue flannel? Thing? Yeah, the blue <laughs> flannel that I always wear. It's a fucking nice flannel. It is a nice jacket. He brought it in covered in newspaper as a wrapping gift. He's like, here, man, you take it. And I was like, that's a solid man right there. I was like, I can't accept this. Yeah. You, you are an accessory Dude, that shit has bad infidelity. juju, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that shit has all the bad juju. I should burn, burn it, huh? I should burn it, huh? Just burn it. I'm going to burn it tonight. Right now. Yeah, it 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 bro, it probably has some, like, ancient curse on it. Like, you will never marry until... Dude, since I've gotten that, I've Or got since you've worn pretty this. Pretty bad things have happened to me, so I'm probably going to burn it. <laughs> you should have, uh, you should have, like... You should have just gone up to the table, like, straight bricked up one day. I was always what, bricked up. What are you talking about? Just to, just to see the reaction, you know. Just, they were super weird and super awkward. I bet they were like, mm-hmm. I bet they were like swingers. I bet you that that guy's like, oh, you'd be good for my wife type. Dude. You know what I'm saying, dude? You look like a good young boy. Yeah, That's, I would tell my girlfriend these stories, and she would, she was, that was also her theory. Yeah, she's like, yeah, they were trying to fuck you. Like, yeah, why else probably. do you think they were super nice to you? I was like, yeah, oh, I, hell no. I don't think that's the case. The Europeans, man. Okay. Europeans. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Well, they sound Russian to me. <laughs> Speaking of Russia, <laughs> little Dmitry and Nikita. Russia is about to invade Ukraine. Who will stop them? No one, because it's fucking Russia. You don't invade Russia during the winter. Uh, <laughs> Hitler found out the wrong way. Uh, Juan, do you want to take it away, please? All right, homies. Well, the Bad mainstream things. media. That has famously gotten 9-11 wrong, the <laughs> Afghanistan war wrong, Iraq wrong, Vietnam wrong. Vaccines. What? Who said that? <laughs> what the hell? In a way. Now we're supposed to trust their essentially CIA planter sources that, um, for the fact that there are tensions within, between Ukraine and Russia right now. And while to anybody like who's paid attention to that region nato has been absorbing more and more uh, uh former soviet countries for going on what two decades now mm-hmm. so we've low-key been insulting them and like crouching closer and closer to their border but now we have like the the people or the hawks in the media beating the war drums and essentially asking us, the working class people and population, if we're ready to provide our kids like for the next Afghanistan in that might be in Ukraine, it might be in China. So I guess that's like the subject of today's like discussion we, and like the, the reason that, that I want to bring that shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys feel like we should be getting ourselves involved in something like that? Or if you go back and listen to Jim Black's episode, which is episode eight, I believe. Uh, yes, I think okay. I think that sounds right. He broke most down interesting man, the most the interesting title. man in the world. I recommend everyone who is just interested in news to go listen to that podcast because mm-hmm. he breaks down 
pretty much what happened in El Salvador during the uh, 1980s when the dirty wars the, yeah when america was claiming that we were going to go down there and stop communism because if we don't stop them there they're going to end up in our backyard boys and obviously that was never going to happen america thrives when there's an enemy oh, and yeah. right yeah. now they need an enemy like, yeah because our own enemy is ourselves mm-hmm. we're just like we're divided exactly protest yeah. after protest divide after divide and you know, I think that these conglomerates in the media and in Congress are like, we need somebody to point our finger to and be like, we need to go stop them because they are the problem. And I feel like they're trying to use Russia as a scapegoat. But I find it interesting because Arseny Yatsenyuk served as Ukraine's prime minister from 2014 to 2016, um, came to power as Russia was invading the country. And he was asked if the Ukrainian military... Is it Yanukovych? No, this was the prime minister of 14 to 16. Okay. But of Ukraine? He, of Ukraine. But he was asked specifically, like, do you think the Ukrainian military is strong enough to defeat Russia? And he says he does. So why yeah. the fuck are we going to get involved? I understand the thought process. I understand the propaganda. I yeah. understand the mm-hmm. mind games. I understand all of that. But Russia is the best at that. Russia is the best at mind games. They're the best at these dark arts. They're the best mm-hmm. at fucking propaganda. Why the fuck do we want to get involved right now? Did you guys hear that? That was yeah. Russia. The KGB coming in. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude, uh, Putin heard you. I, I, pl- I pledge my <laughs> I pledge my allegiance <laughs> to Russia. Dude, I would not drink that tea, but right by you. But yeah, you don't think so? No. As far as Ukraine's fighting chance, before I got here, they, they do hold a good fighting chance because they've been getting most of the military tech from the U.S. Yeah, they, yeah, the U.S. Um, since Obama has been funding what essentially equate to like neo-nazi militias in the ukraine to be like their rebel group to stand up against uh the russians but like an, a, another few like a few details that Moving i don't uh, i don't believe like the american media does a good job of presenting to us mm. is like the fact that after world war ii and uh the uh, reunification of germany uh, where you know there used to be a communist side and the western side after they unified that um, Russia like was essentially given the word that NATO was not going to expand eastward and was not going to expand one inch. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, west into Russia, uh, moving you know from from Europe. That has been a pro- a promise that like they have seen as like well, you guys literally keep breaking that every other year. You guys literally keep absorbing these small countries into NATO and you guys are encroaching closer and closer and closer to us. So like that is the justification that they are literally using to. So they're saying because NATO agreed that they won't start taking over these smaller countries to get closer to Russia. Yeah. That's the reason Russia won't. That's the reason that they are like answering back and like, because like their people, like, you know, like imagine if you were the Russian people, like, you're going to be like, oh, well, you're such a weak president. Like, yeah. you're not answering to NATO, this and that. So he literally has to, like, act like a strong man and saber rattle up to the West now. Like, because we keep kind of, like, croaching closer and closer. And it's, like, a very um, important, pro- like, historical promise that was made to them. Like, that we would, like, this border will not move one inch towards you. Meanwhile, decade after decade, it keeps moving closer and closer and closer. So, like, now they're sitting there like, you guys, like, keep lying to us and we have no choice to not trust you. Like, 
-hmm. Like, and, and the thing is that parts of Ukraine, even if I empathize with like the people in the Ukraine who want to keep like a democracy, like, yeah, I, I do think that for the most part, people should be able to govern the majority of their own lives. But I don't think that like we empathize enough that I'm willing to risk nuclear war to potentially protect them. And yeah. as cold as that sounds, that's the truth. Like for the U.S. to involve itself in a conflict with Russia, it would not be an AK-47 war in the, in the Middle East. No. It would literally be uh, enough firepower to destroy the earth like 50, 50 times over. That's why I think that it's a very scary game that we're playing because we're playing this behind the scenes, trying to, like you said, you know, CIA informatives and all these other, like... COVID ops, essentially. Yeah, yeah, just... If we start to do that, it's not going to go well. Mm -hmm. Like, because history is only going to repeat itself. And, like, it happened during the Cold War. Like, this is literally a repeat of that. But, mm -hmm. like you said, we have nuclear warfare that is literally going to flatten entire cities and countries. And we have that tenfold to what we did in the past oh, and yeah. and now before they could even act we could press a button now as a country and it's it, and it's over mm -hmm. like so what's stopping them from doing the same i mean back then during the cold war the big mega powers was just the u.s and russia the ussr but now we got china as a big conglomerate and iran they're allied essentially with russia and china china and russia are essentially oh, i'm sorry china and iran are essentially allied to Bro, who's gonna back the U.S. in this? Like, be yeah, but for real though, because Europe, Europe, the European yeah, countries yeah, are looking honestly, at us like, yeah. "What are you guys doing? Stop!" It's yeah, they're like, like, "This is gonna result badly for everyone." Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think, bro, yeah, yeah, and Phil's right. Like, it's interesting to, to like see that their neighbors, like the Ukrainians' neighbors, don't feel like they themselves have to like risk their own skin, their own like yeah. their own kids to like send them in a conflict that is way closer to them. Than it is to us. So why the fuck are we gonna just be like, all right, boys, yeah. the draft's coming? Yep. Dude, and like, I I have this guy at work, who who has like been talking about the Ukraine Russia situation for I'll give him props like two months now, and he's saying like I hope you all are ready like war is coming, war is coming. I was like, dude, you have like three kids. Like, who do you think is like, gonna go? Yeah, I was like, dude, <laughs> like you really want your kids to fight in that, like yeah, over man. like some Cold War propaganda you grew up with? If like, I was your age, I would be my honor to die for this. <laughs> That's how these old people feel because yeah, they're like, oh, I, I'm too old to. But it's like, bro, I saw this thing that was like, um, I specifically said, strong men create easy times. Oh yeah. Easy times create easy men. Easy men create hard times. Hard times create strong men, and it's like. Yeah, no shit. Isn't that the point? Isn't the point of technological advancement to keep moving forward? Like, why would strong men create more hard times? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And these, like, boomers and people in their 30s are like, you better get off your phone and start picking up that AK and practice. It's like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> like, what is the point of any of this? Like, isn't the point of us to, like, fucking move forward and create a much better living for our Peace. grandkids? Yeah, and our Peace. grandkids' grandkids. But it takes resources and money to take, to get that. And the best way to get resources and money, got to invade places, doggy dog. But Russia don't even have shit that we want. Like, GM just uh, 
Yeah, Russia's a failing state. They're like a failing petrol state. They have the economy the size of Florida. Well, what, what the hell do they <laughs> like, want? They really do. Like, they really do. If you guys look at look, look into it, like, Russia has an economy the size of Florida. Like, Russia is looked at this boogeyman in the media as, like, this, like, super scary boogeyman. Sorry. But, like, that's just some Cold War, war era shit that, like, our American psyche has not necessarily mm -hmm. gotten past. Like, we see, like, so many movies. Rambo. Like, the Ruskies, you know? Like... Oh, who's the bad guy in the movies? It's the Ruskies, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you got to get to the Ruskies. Like, there's just this shit that we grow up with. Bro, so there like, is a chip shortage. Why the fuck are we... They don't yeah. have that. Oh, GM <laughs> exactly. just invested billions of dollars in Ohio. Fuck it. Let's put one in Kansas. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's bring one to Wisconsin. Like, why are we focused on Copy shit? and paste that fucking factory like a hundred times <laughs> exactly. over. Like, what is wrong with them? It doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah. They don't have any resources that are going to help us in the future. I mean, we're closer to what Juan's saying. We're closer to that because they're trying to deregulate the age of work in most of the states now. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, I mean, copy and paste. Yeah, have a like bunch of the kids how they're go in there. trying to um, yeah. lower the age of truck drivers. I thought that. that oh, they're going to put them at 18. Yeah, that and should kind of try to simulate um, training through is VR it, or through something? VR yeah. setup. That's smart. I get that. Yeah. Like. Like a plane simulator, yeah, or, uh, uh, yeah. I, that's it does that's work cool. For real pilots, yeah. But I don't that know. Is, but I don't know if like I trust a fucking eighteen year old yeah, with newly like newly graduated <laughs> with a potential life of twenty. You know, like he's TikToking on the side. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what's gonna happen is they're gonna end up putting like mechanical drivers in these that are gonna be auto piloted by these kids at home. Some sort of like Hell mechanical yeah. robot Siri. Like Which Iron is, Man is yeah. gonna be like in the seat driving and it's gonna be a kid at home like fuck time to clock in for my shift and just sit at his laptop, put on the Oculus on and then it's like all right, grab his PS4. Oh hell <laughs> no! And then they just start, kind of like a person who drives a drone in the military. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be like that, and they're yeah. just gonna be well trained enough. They're gonna be like, all right, but he's just unmanned got done, vehicle. He yeah. just got done going through puberty. Just, yeah, dude, he's gonna be able to drive and jerk off at the same time. <laughs> what more do these kids want, Luis? Dude, it's, I don't, hard, I don't man. know what you're complaining about, man. Wait, I, I think, I think little Luis Pablo Jr. is gonna love driving for Amazon and Walmart. I think he's gonna, he's got no choice. Have the time of his life. It's either that or I'm sending him to the military. <laughs> hey, man. All right, let's, uh, let's give our final thoughts on the wine. Great point. Oh, I've been, I've just been pounding this glass. This yeah. Jojo, what do you think about the wine? The wine is delicious, man. Uh, went down smooth and easy, you know. It's, it's beautiful, right. yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I feel like it would go really well with a fat steak right now. Yeah, yeah. I would Some love potatoes. to eat this with a burger. A burger. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I w yeah, I would okay. just say a slightly greasy protein in general. Um, I can see myself doing like a steak, a burger, a pork chop, like things uh. like that. <laughs> oh, dude! I would just just because it ha it's high acidity. Yeah. It's spicy. Mm. You know, like, whatever protein you're going to serve this with, you want to, like, kill that shit with some black pepper, you know? Like, have it match the spice level on this wine. And, I mean, that's normal and almost anticipated with this being a Zinfandel. You hope that it's spicy, it's fruity, it's just, you a know, layered all around. Everything. That's right. Phil? I would pair this with a good, uh, some good chicken curry. Good, Ooh. nice coconut taste. A man nice of culture. Like Juan was saying about the Zinfandel, the, yeah. the wine and the... The high acidity. I can't say that word. What'd you call me? High acidity. <clears throat> wow, that took a lot to say. High acidity and <laughs> the uh, the oak uh, will pair really well with some chicken curry. Out of five bros, Phil. 
Uh, this infidel? Four, yeah, four. One. I'm going to go three. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four also. For yeah. its price point, this is a really, really, yeah, really. Yeah, it's a very affordable wine. Mm-hmm. Really affordable wine. And also just like very palatable. Like, What's it called again? The Federalist? This is the Federalist Lodi Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it at your local retailer for about seventeen ninety nine. So, gentlemen. Uh, oh, I was going to say, I must have gotten this on special then because it was like fourteen ninety nine. Ooh. At the pig, you know, hey, bro, piggly wiggly, bro. I'm telling you, dude. I think Wisconsin subsidizes its alcohol. Like, <laughs> it pushes people to like to drink. Cause oh, yeah. if you like travel anywhere outside of the state, wine, booze, it's much more expensive. I did have somebody tax. ask me this weekend, this past weekend of January 26. They were like, "How much is Wisconsin food tax?" And I was like, I, I'm not entirely You're sure. Like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what's a food tax? Five percent, isn't it? It's five point five. State tax. But they were like, yeah, because we looked at the bill and it's like, wow, like you know, Iowa, I think is at seven. Oh. And then I know that Wisconsin is around five. I think yeah. specifically it's five point five. But I was like, yeah, I think it's only five point five. And we also don't get. I don't know if this is. I'm surprised with that what about Iowa because they're, like, I don't I think don't they've know. seen a Democrat in thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> We also don't get taxed in Wisconsin. Uh, we don't pay a premium on red meat because it's uh, mostly it's local. The Lord's meat. Yeah, because it's. Uh, <laughs> and on the seventh day, God yes. rested and had himself a beef tenderloin. That's right. Um, you gotta beat the meat. A little beef welly. With that being said, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, Welcome everybody. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Much needed. Break. We're here we took a on much episode break. 20, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so correct. 20. With our special guest, Joe Goldberg. That has right gone. over here. So, Joe, I wanted to ask you something ever since uh, basically I laid eyes on you today. <laughs> How does it feel to have as much like 70s porn star swag as you do? Uh, if I were you, I would like walk around with the confidence of like a president, a billionaire, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a rug dealer. I would just be the most fucking big, have the biggest head, have the largest ego. I'm gonna have to correct you. It's it's more of a of an 80s. All right, thank okay. you. That Appreciate that. All right, um, all right, all right. I was just know, saying because more trimmed like, for the people who aren't in the room. We'll take a photo. We'll a, take a photo. A beautifully yeah. coiffed hairstyle. He has. He's wearing a gold chain link fence. He's wearing a gold. He's wearing a Cuban. Some <laughs> sick ass glasses. He's wearing a Cuban appreciate it, appreciate and a dope ass mustache. Don't forget the Converse. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. Got, yeah. yeah. and he's got Converse on. I appreciate it. Um, Pretty well grounded. For anybody who wants to mug him, Juan just gave a clear description <laughs> of what yep. he's wearing. I drive a minivan. <laughs> um, no. Has some painting supplies. Listen, inside. listen. Exactly. Uh, mustache. The mustache. It, it has a lot of power and it has a lot of downsides to it too. I mean, I'm assuming it takes a lot of grooming. Listen. Uh, okay. No. Honestly, the grooming's easy. You just got to get that to his science. That's that's no issue. That, it's that, become a routine for that, you. That, yes, exactly. Mm. I grow. It, the hair grows quick. Yeah. So you know. Whatever. He's like, I got um, a special comb. You yeah. know, some I've gotten it's a 50-50 where a lot of people are like, "Hey, I love the mustache, the glasses, the backwards hat. It looks good." Okay. And then other other times it's like, "What's up with the mustache and and the the pedophile glasses?" And I'm just like, <laughs> "Damn, dog." Like, <laughs> you know how long it took me to get out of the house, dude? Like it took me a half hour. I was standing in front of the mirror if I should. Now now you just 
<laughs> you knocked down two hours of, of building myself up to go to a bar. Right. Mm. Unfair, man. It just hurts. It can never I, be just one or the other. They can't just compliment you. Yeah. You, know, you it's, look like a pedophile. Like, oh, thanks, guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, th- or it's like, oh, you look like you can pound my brains out. And I'm like, you trying it's to find out, other? baby? <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. No, I, I've... Uh, like, let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to my van. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you do drive a minivan, which makes it even better. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sure that bitch is tinted, too. I uh, I got rid be. of my uh, my vehicles to basically. Uh, Wait, so that's your only vehicle? My only vehicle now. Yeah, I put I, I full full committed into my business. The man van. Hell the man yeah. van. The minivan. That's I awesome. That's commitment. Yeah, man. I that's love awesome. it. I love you know what? I love it, man. I got I got room. It does well in the snow. You know. Exactly. I can take it for a camping trip. I'm, well, that's I'm beautiful. Cool. Yeah. That, honestly, yeah. Why not? When I was in high school, one of my first van was my first cars was a minivan, the the Traverse or something. What's it the called? Traverse. The, the, no, the uh, TriStar or something like that. Or what? What brand? Oh. Or, uh, I'm trying to I, take your word for it. Yeah, well, it, I believe it. Was, yeah. I, I have to send it to you. I'm but it's like look something what, one of them Mexican-looking vans where they used to have the TV in the An back. Astro. Mm-hmm. It has like no. three rows. <laughs> I had a. I learned to drive in a minivan, and it was not fun. It was not a fun drive at the age of eighteen. In the winter of Wisconsin. Bro, you learned to drive at 18? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. I got my license I, at 18. All right. All right. I don't, I don't mean to interject, but since we're talking about driving vans. Minivans specifically. I, kn- yep. I, th- I think it was a Windstar. When I was like was 14, when yeah. I was like 14, I was having a barbecue with my cousins. Yeah. And uh, the majority of my family was inside. So I don't know what like overtook me. I was, I'm not usually ass? like a troublemaker like this. But I literally just took the keys off the off the thing, and I took like five of my cousins for a joyride in a minivan. Nice. I was like fourteen, and and I literally left the trailer park just like the one you live in, 14. and I went like for like a joyride, just like two miles out. But I came back and I got scared, and there was almost an accident. It was scary. Would not recommend. Juan, you remember at a, at a time in high school where I had the, the that van with the couches in the back. I took oh the yeah, we went to Hooters. This motherfucker, you, yeah, bro. <laughs> so like, okay, yeah. This we we had this tradition because like we had a friend group, yeah. like this really tight knit friend group, uh, like a few years in high school, and I would hit this guy up because he was in a different school, but like he he knew a few of us, so mm-hmm. like we just fit in well, and I we, we'd be like, yo, come pick us up. Like I had the van because he the he was van? a connect, bro. Yeah, dude. He was a connect, but he had uh, wasn't it two sofas? Yeah. He I had took two, out the seats in the back. Damn. He took Completely out the seats illegal. and put like fucking illegal. <laughs> just a regular couch in, in the van. Furniture. It's a straight pimping, dude. Two rows of that. He put two rows of that shit, dude. How did it fit? 17-year-old boys. It just did. It, it just, was a Windsor. It was a piece of shit van. Big and fat. Dude, Alo's... You, you remember it. To this day, Alo still remember... Or Alo's mom, my fiance's mom, still remembers... After one of those Hooters trips, like because it was unlimited wings, all you can eat for yeah. like ten dollars. Mm-hmm. So Pounded. we literally showed up every other Monday, essentially. Like pounding oh, wings. Th- those like poor girls were so annoyed of us because like they were like, "Oh, here come these cheap asses again." <laughs> yeah, water, water yeah. is fine. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Uh, and they were like, "Oh, unlimited!" You know, looking at us. Uh, point is, after one of those trips and being on this guy's van. Dude, this was like before me and Alo were like still like officially a thing. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, yo, put on this like Mexican ass song for anybody who wants to look it up. It's called De Rodillas Te Pido. And um, it's a good song. 
Exactly. And dude, I'm over here. I have like zero experience with Mexican music. Zero. Yeah. Like I'm just like, oh, dude, you know what? That one's a head bopper. Let's just go play that shit. And like I'm gonna stand outside like that one '80s movie yeah. holding. Uh, Say anything. With yeah. John exactly. Exactly. So I was. That was what was going on in my head. So like my boys are like like hyping me up, dude. Like they're yeah exactly they're hyping me up they're like yeah fuck yeah let's do it We're so belly full of wings exactly <laughs> we go we do it we get the cops called on her yeah like the cops showed up the, like we we did our thing for like all of like thirty seconds we bounce like because I like called her and told her to come like come outside she saw it like effect there you know I yeah. got what I was going for yeah. we leave and then I find out that we got the cops called into the neighborhood by some neighbors because they said. Oh hey, there's like some people like playing like really loud music outside. I don't know if it's like gangbangers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The point is, the neighbors had called, and then they stopped at you know Alo's house, yeah. and they asked her mom, and she covered for me. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, she covered for me, and it was like then that I was that I kind of knew. You know what? They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. You know? <laughs> the family's cool. Yeah. Damn, I had a much different incident in my parents' minivan. I fucking destroyed that thing. Oh, no. I I ran that thing into a semi. Oh, damn. Are you yeah. kidding, dude? Damn. Yeah. No, How I'm did not that kidding happen? This is when I was 14, and I woke up late to track practice. I was like, fuck, I can't be late. And I'm not going to run there because I have to run for fucking practice. And I think I was late the day before because like, practice is like yeah. 7 in the morning. And I live close enough that I could walk there. But I just woke up late enough that I'm like, dude, I'm not going to make it on time. And, like, you know how, like, the track coaches are this, like, at least at my high school, it was this, the same football coaches. And they're super hard-ass on you, right? Yeah. And, like, if you yeah. show up late, they're going to make you run. And they're gonna just going to be assholes about it. So I'm like, fuck. And I had some experience driving at the age of 14 of, like, you know, moving it back and, like, parking it and stuff like that. So I'm like, fuck Turning it on for the winter. Yes. Yeah, so that counts, you know? That, little stuff that like that. That adds like a year of experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Mr. Miyagi's. And yeah. the high school is so close to where I used to live that I'm like, dude, it, I'm like, fuck it. I took my dad's uh, minivan. I took it there. And I got there just fine. People were like, how'd you get here? Like, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so then on my way home, I was taking a right turn onto a two-lane traffic that was uh, 45 miles per hour. And instead of doing the normal thing, which is when you take a right, you immediately go into the first lane on the right. Like mm -hmm. you don't immediately merge on the left. But that's what I did. As I was taking a right turn, I was trying to take a right turn into the left lane without seeing what was coming. And a semi hit driver's side and so completely obliterated the minivan. Uh, you were okay, though? Yeah. No, I died. <laughs> this is well you got tracy morgan the purgatory version of luis pablo we're getting as soon as i think about that i'm like is this real did i really die on that day <laughs> no yeah i was i was completely fine apart from a few like scratches but dude like the it broke everything on the left hand side of the vehicle I luis mean, this just is just a long drawn out dmt impact. trip of what would have been with your life <laughs> Yeah, you're actually flashing through your life. Right? Yeah. You're still in the van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never oh, made God. it out. I never woke up from that day. Like, dude, just take the red pill already. You'll just wake, wake up. up. Just, just wake, wake up. up. <laughs> no, it, it, dude, it fucked me up. That's why I didn't drive till I was 18 because my parents were like, you're not fucking learning yeah. to drive, buddy. <laughs> I was wondering what, what, like, that why sense. that was. Yeah, they pushed it off and they were like, nah, we're not trusting I would have thought your rebellious ass would have like tried to push for it at the moment you could. No, and I didn't. Obviously, I tried. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was a late pine because I was grounded. 
So I, I, I got my license at like what seventeen, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not that late. No, that's no, not no. Late. it was like it was yeah, yeah, it was like seventeen and a half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was grounded though. What happened? I honestly don't remember. It was I think it was But you were grounded? Yeah. I was grounded a lot in high school. You were you a troublemaker? What were like the main reasons that you <laughs> felt you like you got grounded clown? for? No, man, I, I wasn't a troublemaker. I, uh, it, I, for okay. one, Bigfoot in Walworth, it's a small school in a small town. Okay. Right? Okay. So, like, any little thing you did, everybody knew your shit, you know. Mm. And um, and you can up, attain a quick reputation because of it being such of a small the negative, school. Yes, yeah. And so, like, don't get me wrong. I was an athlete. I was in track, cross country. I did football, whatever, you know. Clapping cheeks left and right. Clapping. No, actually, no. I was a late bloomer. Okay, okay. Yeah, 18, we'll get bro. into it. Especially in we'll small towns it. like that, you know, it, word travels too fast. Yeah, man. I mean, it happens, you know. And it's not like I was a little shit, dude. I was just doing normal teenager stuff, you know. Yeah. Getting your hands on a, a bottle of booze or whatever on Captain Morgan or, or uh, yeah, smoking a joint with a couple of buddies. Like, it's not like I was... Yeah, it's like, mom, Grand- this is normal. Chill right. out. It's not like I'm Grand Theft Auto or stealing from gas stations or exactly. something like that. Like, yeah. I, I had a, I, I BMXed, so I rode my bike all the time. Like, so I was looked at as like the skater punk. Okay. You know, out there breaking curfew and shit. Right. Like that. Which, yeah, th- this is, this is rural Wisconsin. You got to be careful with that. I know, that, you man. Know, they, like, they claim me as a big fish, bro. You might end up on a list if you keep being too much of a skater. Yeah, bro. Shredding the gnar. A little so bit just, of Antifa in you <laughs> with that skateboard. When was the first time you uh you you fully like committed to the booze? Fully committed to the yeah. Booze. When you're like fuck it tonight, I get drunk. Was that in high school? Or oh yeah, it? that was in high school. Yeah, yeah. We had a buddy. Um, uh, he had a a basement, and we basically partied there every single weekend. He had a full on basement with like uh an island. He had a full on kitchen in the basement, and yeah. then like an and it wasn't like a, it was on a farmhouse. It wasn't like a rich preppy house. It was on a on farmland, you know. And uh, in the basement, they had this giant long uh, island, and we would play beer pong. We we wouldn't even like drink or anything. We would just casually play beer pong and became like champs at it. It was a lot of fun. So you were good at beer pong without actually drinking. Yeah, getting ready. We mostly be smoking for the training. big league. Yeah, we were smoking more than anything because yeah. booze is hard to come by. You know, it's a, a recipe for a good yeah, time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Farmland. Couple like of at bowls. that age, you find it. I the same thing. Like it's harder to find booze than it is to find weed. Yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're yeah. so right. Like I or had Adderall. A, yeah, dude. I had to ask somebody <laughs> who I worked with was like, if they could please buy me alcohol and then pay them twenty bucks on top of already paying for yeah, the alcohol on top of the normal price. Yeah, it was almost like a finder's fee. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'll buy you alcohol for fucking 20 bucks. And I'm like, well, how much is the liquor? He's like, what do you want? And I'm like, Bombay Sapphire and like a 30-pack. He's like, that's Bro, like tell me why Bombay Sapphire was like every, like, it was like almost like a starter Pokemon. It's because of Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. That motherfucker might as well have been like Charizard. Like, Bro, Wiz- straight up. That or UV Larka. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, th- these would be it. Skull. UV no and Bombay Sapphire. That would be your three starter Pokemon. I never had Pick Skull one. to this no, day. No, no, Smirnoff. We went fuck Skull. We went to Smirnoff. See, I went to Skull because I would buy that shit, put it in in a Grey Goose bottle after I Brita filtered that shit. <laughs> what the hell? Is I would I would literally show up to like parties with the boys with a bottle of Grey Goose that has been Brita filtered. And we we would look like fucking baddies, bro. We, Grey Goose is good, man. Yeah, yeah and, you and you think it's Grey Goose when it comes out the Grey Goose bottle, but it's not. Yeah, what the fuck? That shit is. Like? I've never done that. I've never put liquor into another bottle to. Uh, well, like, okay, first of all, I've never put liquor in a in a Brita filter. 
That's where you're missing out, homie. That's where you're missing out. Well, you put... What are you filtering? Yeah, what are you <laughs> cleaning? <laughs> uh, minerals? I'm, okay, with a cheap vodka, the reason why it's cheap is because it's been filtered l- fewer times. For example, like Smirnoff famously says, it's like filtered six times right on the front. Like, Tito's, you mean? I think it's Smirnoff. Tito's also has like a bin filtered this many times on it. Okay, well, so Smirnoff... I know because Smirnoff says charcoal filtered uh, like X amount of times. Oh, okay. And like that's the same thing in a Brita filter. So like we and and I had run into it on a Reddit forum. Like like if you do this, like it'll improve the quality of your vodka. In between your porn sessions? Exactly. Thank you. Um God bless Reddit for that though. Yeah, God bless. For real. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. You fucking stupid libtards. Stop trying <laughs> to fucking cancel everything that's good for for the earth. Sometimes the exploitation of certain people's sexuality is a good thing. All yeah. right, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Is this a, is this specifically different? Well, unless, to unless there's, there's got to be a certain age <laughs> where they could be exploited sexually. Then, yeah, then, I yeah. feel like. 10 yeah, years, that goes without saying, you weirdo, you young. fucking yeah. pedo well, weirdo. There's, there's a, that's an open vague statement. See, that's the reason. issue though. Is like we're, we uh, kids nowadays are open to so much. They're they're, they're able to be getting their hands on whatever they want. You that know what I mean? True. Have you been watching Euphoria? No, I've heard good things about it. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a good show about, you know, high schoolers, but it's like a more than just it, it has more to do with like drug addiction and how people around them act that way, but then it it, it is ultimately a show about these kids in high school. And the entire show is like super sexual and I'm like Who's the demographic? Yeah, I I can't watch shit like that. It makes me uncomfortable. It's that's like American, how am I so how am American I supposed TV. to like yeah, how how are you supposed to watch high school kids being all sexual with each other? Like, like obviously, what, what are you? What? Are you, what, what? So like, all the all the maybe if you're a, under eighteen or some shit. All the actors and actresses are over the age of eighteen, including one who's like super popular. She's like thirty one, and she's playing a high schooler. So it's like what, the blonde chick. Um, no, she's the one with dark hair. Uh, Maddie is, is her name in the oh, show. Oh, Maddie, she's thirty. She's thirty-one. No way. Yeah, the and Mexican it's like chick, the crazy yeah, one? exactly. What the nice. hell? So we actually posted up Dude, a video. That's some accurate casting right there. So she yeah. would put up a video of um, who we'd be as uh, euphoric characters, which I think is pretty. <laughs> I mean, Phil, you got to admit it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Well, so, I want to say you're toxic. Come on, man. I think I'm pretty Maddie-ish. Well, you got to build yourself up. I mean, who else in the show would I be? I don't think we can, I, we can both be Sendeos. Hey, I like that. I like oh, that. Man. I like that. But point is, the the show is very like over sexualized. And back to Joe's uh, point, um, it is very interesting to think like you know we grew up when the internet was first getting started, but we still had to kind of scavenge the earth for you know things that we were interested in. You know, as we were hitting maturity of like you know sexy girls and you know sexy girls in bikinis but now it's like kids rule 34 yeah rule 34 power rangers rule 34 um but now kids are growing up with like free and unlimited porn like you know it's obviously it's going to be affecting their brain nonetheless but it's also i i think part of it might be good for them to like explore that early on without you know having that like niche aspect to it of like no this is a normal thing but it's also like well it's got to go through public education and they got to go through public schooling. And it's also how it's in their family and how their family reacts to like sex. Cause I never talked about sex growing up to my parents. They were like, my talk was my dad seeing me hug a girl at Walmart and being like, Hey, you respect woman. <laughs> and that was it. 
I, I, like, do, I saw your hand drift. <laughs> what more do you need? Exactly. I, I do got to say, um, I, I don't think porn can be categorized as quote unquote normal when it comes to what sex really is. Um, and that's where the danger is mm. for these young kids. And, and, and not only that. That's true. Very true. Their brains are still developing. So when yeah. they are exposed to something like that, they're going to get addicted instantly. Yeah, you know it's, what a, I mean? it's a quick yeah. dopamine it's release. It's a quick dopamine release. And, and then, so now, on top of that, you're, you're dealing with a, 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 a unde- underdeveloped child that is... They don't have the inhibition control. They to, don't. Yeah, they don't understand to control themselves and stop self discipline. You know yeah. all that stuff. Th- their brain is quite kids. literally not at the, the kids, same right. level. Mm-hmm. It like like I, we were saying earlier. It's like smoking around a kid. You know, like that's harmful to them. But like we we don't know as a society yet. And like I think that similar thing is going to happen right. with them. Yeah, like social media, porn, like video game and internet addiction. I think in a few years it is going to be seen as like. Yo, what what the fuck were we thinking? Just like giving the most advanced piece of like computer engineering to this kid and hoping that, you know, he can control himself and stop whenever he wants to rather than whenever this thing is done hijacking his attention. And like, that's why you see like, like, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's also kind of serious at the same time. But like Mm. reactions on uh, different social media, whether that be YouTube or TikTok, of like kids who are overreacting to their moms because they cut them off from video games. My God, bro, you might as well be seeing like a heroin addict in mm-hmm. rehab, bro. Like it's the same thing. They're yeah. just like sitting there like screaming like, oh, I need it, I need it. Like give it back, give it back. Because that is their heroin. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That is their quick dopamine release of like you get XP after every match. And so like that's what keeps you going. And that XP makes you, yeah. you know. The gamification. Makes it easier to get yeah. that next skin. But it also had, you know, this is really interesting. I had a therapist tell me like, Porn is like sugar. Like, would you have yeah. sugar every single day? Like, no. Would you like limit it and you know in a controlled substance and moderate in you know, yeah moderation and like once every now and then like, but it's not normal to have that every single day and like you know I think Joe said it very well like these young kids who think that that's normal like you think fucking grabbing a girl by the throat and spitting in her mouth is normal exactly yeah that's not that's not what love yeah is. I had that's to learn realist. that the hard way yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What a Brit! Hey, amen, brother. Amen. amen. <laughs> Doing the dirty work. Steps. Um, um, another thing, though, too, about. <clears throat> sorry, we're on the porn topic. It's it's a big topic. It is well, a very big topic. Um, when 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 young kids are exposed to this porn, like I was saying, they actually can produce. I don't want to say erectile dysfunction, but they don't know they their their view on what gets them going. Yeah. Their, their level it's of very perversion. elevated. It's very elevated compared to... It, it's like to a very high st- high stimulus, um, like stimuli that they yeah. count on. Like, like right. once they get used to like that porn freaky shit, yeah. like, like them More, losing their virginity is going to be seen as very tame to them. You know, yeah. like yeah. Right. That, that normal, like very normal positions, like they're, they're going to see that as very tame compared to like that freaky shit, like the dwarf gangbang like <laughs> shit that they were looking at yeah. you know like Damn, i don't know what's on your algorithm bro <laughs> i'm sorry we hang out on different parts of the yeah, internet the, the bukkake well i mean but, but for real though i'm these, telling you man you got to get on reddit it's these underdeveloped kids with these overdeveloped tastes in porn that like they should not be that young and like looking up at yeah. bukkakes or like 
Like, you know, it, it took it took me a long while though to to kind of break that that grasp of, of porn addiction. Yeah. I, I mean, as a young male, you're there's no there's no way of avoiding addiction. There's also no that. one telling you like, hey, stop looking up those fucking people. Right. And we were literally <laughs> the first generation to grow yeah. up with that shit. Like, really. I mean, just think about no, it. No, like, like, what about, like, Playboy magazines, though? I mean, no, I, I meant, like, easily accessed. Yeah, like, you literally just look at your supercomputer in your pocket, and right. you can bring it up if you and want you to. And you can look up a million different yeah, especially things. Especially now. Back to, yeah. back to back to back to back to back. Whereas, like, a porn magazine, it's you, only... You have to go out of your way and, like, right. get that shit from, like... Get the issue. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, yes, may I have one Maxim, please? Can I get Hustlers, please? Can you give me that... Anal gangbang seven. <laughs> Moving on. And uh, speaking of <laughs> porn, porn is my end. Moderation, yeah. like in everything. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Treat it yeah. like sugar. Would you have sugar every day? No. Would no. you have a Reese's peanut butter cup at two in the morning when you can't sleep? Maybe. <laughs> Ultimately, yo. Okay. Moving on. Since we're talking about this subject, then, what do you guys yo. think about the fact that like China has been um, good? moderating Good. essentially kind of like coding into law like some of like the rules we've been talking about like specifically as it pertains to tiktok and video games their version of tiktok is um the algorithm has been uh, by law codified to push uh, achievements educational um i guess content and and it stops at 10 p.m and it doesn't shut or turn back on until 6 a.m so like to keep like essentially anybody from staying up way too late and especially yeah. kids and so like what do you guys think about that i think a lot of that although it sounds like a good concept i think it you know it is that for children only or is i'm that not sure i'm everyone? not sure if it's for children only i um, believe i believe i know the video game like the video game rule is like that that Quite literally, you can only play like an hour of video games a week. Yeah, no, they they have timers and yeah, stuff. They, on it yeah, yeah. I, I actually, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Their um, algorithm is designed to show is. more progress. Yeah, more which is fine. More you know, like achievement stuff. and I get it. like engineering and yeah. space travel and things like that versus I, oh, here's a funny guy or here's a cute girl. Like I look think at this. a lot of that has to be up to like the families and like the way you're raising your kids. Because like I know how crippling like dude. You put me in front of a video game, like no matter what video game it is, I'm going to find the best way to get the quickest result and then just like get that quick dopamine release. Like I do have a very bad problem when it comes to video games. Yeah. And like once I get hooked, I'm like, give me more of that. And so like I know going forward, I think it has to be like the family to like take them away from it and be like, no, you're only going to get an hour a day. Like, yeah. And that's it. Like otherwise, like read a fucking book. Like expand your mind well and if the family can't do it then the government has to and that's yeah. i think that's where we're at because i mean we've it's it's everywhere i mean you go to restaurants and you and you look and you the see iPad a mother babies. and a child oh, yeah. sitting there and 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 the, like both, both on their phones yeah. you know yeah you're right sometimes you, you'll go like out to dinner like he said you'll see a family quite literally like five out of five are on their phone i can yeah. attest for this i have yeah. a four-year-old brother you know my mom, she gets home from work and and she's go 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 all day. Gets home, does her things at home, and she has no energy to argue with a with a four year old yeah. toddler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just it's almost like a g digital babysitter, you know, like a digital yeah. pacifier. And then he's glued, you know, he's yeah. glued on. Yeah, because it's, it's got that quick dopamine release yeah. and like quick, quick, yeah. quick back to back. I think, I think, uh, I think, what was it, China that they're doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think that's honestly, 
I think it's a decent idea. I think it's a good, it's a it's it's a good steer in the right direction. To be honest with you, I, yeah. I know I know it's it's very um, it's it's kind of invading with with your freedom when it comes to it, but mm-hmm. also people are abusing it, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm sure it shows... There are adults that have this problem. Exactly. Just showing efficiency, showing their problems at work, and then, you know, n- not work isn't getting done because whatever, distractions. And oh, yeah. And, and even, like, beyond work, like what he's saying, like, it's almost like cigarette companies giving out cigarettes for free yeah. as children. Yeah. And then they get addicted, mm-hmm. and then we count on them to kick their addiction as adults right. or, like... Lift their bootstraps out of their addiction. Or we you know, punish like, them for being addicted. When, yeah. When all we gave them was the option to get addicted. Yeah. 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 When we incentivize them to get addicted, yeah. like first, and then we want them to kick the addiction. Yeah. So like, I do think that that like the fact that these products are quite literally designed by the smartest people that we produce as a society, to like we the smartest people we produce as a society go into big tech, into like programming, computer science. Like we, they, like that's where they're pushed because that's where the money is, right? Yeah. And they are incentivized, like each company or each app is incentivized to keep you on that app as long as possible. Mm-hmm. They are literally trying to hijack your attention as much yeah. as possible. They hire psychologists, like people like that, people who, like in the casino industry mm-hmm. that know like which sounds and colors like set off the most of like the correct chemicals in your brain to keep you coming back. Mm-hmm. And, like, then we still have, like, the philosophy of, like, well, we should, like, count on people to to just yeah. to just lift themselves oh, out of gonna that. we're going to add a screen time feature. And, like, people are just going to ignore that. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be like, no, 15 like, more no, minutes. Like, no, I'm good. Swipe. I'm good. Yeah, like, well, we're good. Yeah, and no, I think that's a very good point of, like, you are just presenting the addiction and not an actual. You're setting, you're setting people up to fail. And that's yeah. kind of what our society is kind of always been based on was being set up to fail mm-hmm. to be honest i know that's a hard pill to swallow but go off brother go you know, off it's uh hell yeah it's it's unfortunate and honestly china taking taking that small little step that is pretty big i yeah. think it's yes yeah, props, props a, to them. a step like that could have huge ramifications props like to them, a, to be honest a, imagine if we, any of us in here in the room had some little like crazy older brother like technology hanging over our shoulder that literally only lets you play video games one hour of your life or one hour yeah. every week of your life. Like, well, fuck, I got to do something else. Like Jesus Christ. Like I don't. I, it's what Luis was said in, in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, easy times make weak men. Strong times yeah. make so and so. And yeah, yeah. Tough times make hard men. Well, surveillance state makes a well composed person. Yeah. God, you're yeah. always on your best manner. If Aren't they efficient? That country is the most efficient. I mean, think about um, mm. where COVID, quote unquote, originated, which was in the city of Xinjiang. I thought it was Wuhan. Wuhan, yeah, yeah it you're was right. Wuhan. Wuhan. And like within two weeks, lab. they had completely like flipped the city around and had created a hospital in place. And like, yeah, dude, you. You yeah, saw right. those news stories about how they put up a hospital in three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you see it time lapse. Like they just construct the hospital from like, like overnight. The bottom up and just like it's because they're fucking efficient because mm-hmm. they don't have any other choice but to be efficient. Yeah. The the, the president of China just came out because we're talking about China right now. Uh, they're very, uh, very strong men minded because a lot of these there's the military for Chinese has gone so down because a lot of guys are just at home getting pudgy, jerking off, essentially, right? And becoming more flamboyant. And they're, yeah. 
expressly trying to get that out of their society. Like, you have to be a man. You can't Dude, wear there, eyeliner or something. There's like this that. movement in China. It's called like the sit movement, I believe. Like, there, I know it's a weird name, or the sit out, where like all these young people in their society are quite literally just existing, like going day to day, eating food that like helps them exist day to day but they have zero long-term plans and they're just going to like like meander through society and and like and it what they say the reason that they're doing it is is because in China they quite literally count on you to work like 10 hours a day, 6 days a week. Oh, it's insane. And and they're like fuck that. Like we're not we're we're just like here like indentured servants because the economy isn't serving wherever they are in society. So mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of young people that like saw that as a system and they were like, yeah, fuck that. Like, we're just going to like stay at home and play video games, stay at home and eat like cheap food, like just shit like that. And and it, it's almost like their version of the anti-work Reddit, you know, like, oh, yeah. yeah, but like almost like on an extreme level because like, but and, and as he said, they also have an authoritarian government that's trying to stamp that out. So who knows how long that'll last. But. They're pretty cool nets around their buildings. Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the anti-suicide Suicide nets? Yeah. I'm sure there's some on Foxconn, too. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if we... I saw it at, at, at John Deere Con. They called it cow catchers. <laughs> I mean... Well, that's the next step for America, though. Because we're already trying to get the age for, like, minors to work in, like, fast food. So yeah. let's not stop there. Let's go to the factories. Let's go to truck drivers. Let's build nets, you know, yeah. let's, <laughs> for the older people. That is the next step. Mm-hmm. If we That's the thing that I quite literally don't understand is we're trying to compete with a fucking nation that is willing to do anything right. in order to be number one. They yeah. live in tubes stacked on top of each other. Hell yeah. With on, with, 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 you, you can only have, what, one child, two? They have changed the law to change down to get two. So they're not throwing right babies though. over the mountains. The, fact, the fact that that was <laughs> yeah, the law for the longest time is exactly. still, the daughter or the, still a know, point having, to be taken. Having twins, yeah. you know, four whatever. decades. There's yeah. once like one bedroom apartments that are as big as this room. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they consider themselves lucky because they're in the city. And and this one room would fit like ten to twelve people. Do they would just stack them on like mm-hmm. bunk beds from like floor to ceiling, and yeah. that's how they would live. But that's life. Yeah. Mind you guys, this is a nine by twelve. Yeah, this is not a big room at all. Actually, you know what? You're a painter. You you, you can tell by room specs. So yeah. how would you how would you fix the Chinese population problem? The Chinese population problem? Mm-hmm. As a painter. As a painter. As a painter. Yeah. Because yeah. um. I mean, because China has a, uh, it's they're notorious for building these ghost cities. They spend so much money of like investment money into these cities that are supposed to maintain high populations that never get used. Dude, so, those are just like their version of Wall Street scams, though. That's not necessarily. Like, They've also pumped a bunch of money into their Chinese Super League, which is their soccer league, and it became tax write-offs for billionaires. So you would have all these, like, specifically Brazilian players moving over to the Chinese Super League. And the reason was, like, each team was only allowed to have, like, two international players because then, like, China wouldn't have as many players from the Chinese, like, right. area. Domestically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they ended up cutting that off, and so now all these like you billions, can have as many international no, players. No, they as just well. like cut it off entirely. So they all had salary time. caps. Oh, okay. And then like implemented like actual like uh um what's it called? 
fair play, financial fair play, so they could only spend as much as they're making. So, so they sa- I, I think salary caps out. are really good for sports in general. I agree. Like, I agree one hundred. In my opinion, it, it really helps like uh, teams stay competitive on like a wide scale rather than having like three or four super teams that are just right. like changing the championship. Oh, he well, yeah, you had a good team this year. You had a yeah. good team that year. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really. If there wasn't a, a salary cap, like a team like the Packers would never exist. Like it's quite literally the smallest, like NF, where it has, comes from the smallest city in the country. As far as Green Bay, how are you gonna put like a team like Green Bay up to like Arizona, Chicago, New York? Yeah. Like it's Miami. never gonna, it's never gonna be able to put up those resources. So like the fact mm-hmm. that a salary cap exists, you know, like that that helps you know those small town teams be competitive, yeah. just have like a competitive league in general. One thing I uh, go ahead, Phil. Joe, is there something like that in the painters? Like, is is it competitive <laughs> per se? You know what I mean? Like painting. Yeah, because like uh, I've been watching The Sopranos a lot recently, okay. and uh, there's a lot of that shady, ties in a lot of shady yeah. business with contractors and like trying oh, to get yeah. the bid. Like, oh yeah, I know the yeah. bid for this. Oh, yeah. Like, I know people here and there. So, is there something like a higher, like a good, like Those. damn the this commercial lot needs this painted and like different painters trying to get their name in kind of word of mouth there's a lot of uh pettiness just like any other corporation business that you go into there's Mm -hmm. always going to be the um you know the petty somebody comes in bids a home and it's like oh you know starts ripping on the last paint job guy it's like come on now like you know yeah, whoever did this didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Sure, sure, they sure they they did a, a crappy job or whatever. But you still don't want to be that negative to your customer, you know? I mean, like, yeah. point it out, make a statement, don't rip on them, you know? Yeah. Be respectful about it. But yeah, there's some pettiness, you know? I mean, it, and there's a lot of moving components when it comes to building a house and making it people in. There's a lot of people out. It's could you go into further detail about the pettiness? Because now I'm interested. So, like, are, are other companies like purposely trying to like? Talk shit about each other, like so. All right, for I example, hire this guy. This so guy for example, like let's just say, uh, there's a new construction build, right? New house, just put, just put up drywall. Everything's all done and ready to be painted. Okay, you have three guys come in. You have three separate company painting right. companies come in. Let's use Luis, Phil, and Juan for these three companies. Okay, so oh, Luis yeah. comes in. He hits. He he bids it high, right? So it's, it, it, let's just let's just say it's a ten thousand dollar job. He bids it at fifteen thousand dollars right okay um phil comes in he's the medium guy but he's a trustworthy guy he's got a good reputation he comes in he gives you a decent offer it's in the medium it's uh it's not 15 it's not 10 let's just say twelve thousand, right and then juan comes in and he's 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 newer but he lowballed himself so he gives you know it's just like who it really just depends i mean some people talk shit some people don't so kind yeah. of an experience thing. You, you can essentially screw yourself in the long yeah. run. Yeah, well, I've screwed myself out of a couple of jobs just from the lack of experience that I've, mm. that I that I you know walking into a job with you know the confidence of shaking a customer a stranger's hand and making making yourself look good and, and feel good and then all of a sudden they bring this issue and you're like uh, I don't know <laughs> I haven't <laughs> haven't done this yet you know yeah. it's like. So there. Let me check with my manager. Bro. Yeah, right. Basically, <laughs> like, let me call somebody. But um, I thought you were the manager. I thought you were the <laughs> owner. <laughs> right, right. right. Call my dad real quick. Yeah. <laughs> let me call my business partner. I'm just a boy. Because <laughs> you um, are a very young fella. You are, you know, at the ripe age of 32. 32. I wish. No. That's what wish. your stash says. I'm. Uh, I just turned 25, January 13th, and oh, I wow. had a midlife crisis. 
What, did you start watching a bunch of Disney movies? No, man. Because that happened to me when I had a midlife crisis. I've been, I've been watching Disney, bro. Yeah. Gee. But what happened with your crisis, if you don't mind me asking? No, you know, I just... When you're when you're a, high, a senior in high school, you're like, oh, when I'm 25, I have kids, a job, nice house, car, Ooh, yeah, 3.14 kids, the fucking the, the picket white the, uh, the uh, white picket mm-hmm. fence, a few hundred thou in the bank, yeah, a few hundred, right, a few hundred, <laughs> keep a couple stacks, you know, a garage, couple here tools. I am, just moved back home with my mom, <laughs> couldn't be happier, you no girlfriend, I got a puppy. I got, got a, a dog. Hey, Could've, what kind of puppy? I got a husky, a Siberian what's husky. Oh, yeah. What's up? You Could've hear that, girls? Happier. You hear that? You hear that? Hey, what's your Tinder link? <laughs> tell them, tell them. We'll, we'll put that uh, in the Does that work? Is that a thing? Tinder? No, I know <laughs> Tinder's a thing. Is a Tinder link? No. <laughs> like I figure you just say your fucking username. I actually, or I actually deleted my uh, my dating apps the other day. You hear that, oh, lady? Yeah. She's clean. No STDs. <laughs> I don't want that. Even Christian Mingle? <laughs> I kept Farmers Are you only. on Farmers right. Only? Okay. Yeah, good. There Thank go. you. Hey, there we go. Hey, Come that's what, that's where the wholesome blue collar, real lunch I'll be walking, I'll be walking up to the farmer house and be like, "Well, you here to work?" I'm like, "No, I'm picking up your daughter." <laughs> <laughs> you here to work, boy? Are you sure? Because <laughs> like, go get me Kelsey Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> oh, thank God you helped. You arrived. We need um, you in the backyard quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just start doing work out of custom. Uh, so yeah, basically, uh, being a a young business owner is really tough because you have to prove yourself a lot of scrutiny that you're going to be looked at yeah yeah i have i've had a lot well another thing too my partner he's much he's 60 right around that age so he he, he's he's the the guy that they normally go to when really it's me trying to be the head of the operation the 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 job you know Mm -hmm. and it's it's hard because i don't want to say i'm overlooked but um i'm young yeah, right? yeah. You know? and of course they're going to talk to him, and I'm happy they talk to him because I can learn from him, and I, I and yeah. I do, and I, and but you know it's just it's difficult to uh, to be to, to be confident, right? When too. you're like, damn, they should just go to him then, right? Well, right. Especially since like 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 I mentioned in the beginning, like especially you, you used to start it out and working on these in these past two years, right? Yep. Working on these mansions and these mm-hmm. like houses that take me three lifetimes to even get close to a down payment on. Like holy right. shit! Yeah, I actually worked on uh, Tito, Tito Beverage. I Damn. did some work in his house. Damn, yeah. he has a hustle in Lake here. Uh, uh, yeah, yep. Over Tito Wrigley, Wrigley, the the gum company or the mm-hmm. yeah football. Yeah, owner? I met Mr. Tito. Yeah, I didn't really? meet him. I met his yeah. wife Lori. Ooh. It was really nice. They're very nice. Very nice. They're very, very Texan. You know, yeah, they're very. Well, yeah, they got houses. Well, they got case. a little Matthew McConaughey in there. The uh, you'd be surprised though the house. Isn't as flashy as you think it would be. It's very humble. It's humbling. And we're talking about Tito back. from Tito's Vodka. By yeah, yeah. We're talking about Tito's, Tito's, Tito's Beverage. Yeah, yeah. His, his last name is Beverage, which is funny. Did you know that? I did not that know is. that. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. 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 Are you serious? B E V Ridge R I D G E Beverage. Yeah, oh, that's go. interesting. Nah. I took care of I took care of him, his so wife, extra. his best friend, and his wife. <laughs> that's old money stuff, right there. It was weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's I guess it's his super humble, name. super like nice yeah, guy. Super nice. My mom met him, said so she's he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. I would gladly. I only drink Tito's vodka. I only drink Tito's vodka beforehand, but now I only Tito's drink, good, just because from like it's meeting good. him. Um, oh, okay, dude, check this out. My my dad worked on one of those properties or work yeah works as like a groundskeeper mm-hmm. um, on one of those properties in Lake Geneva. Quite literally a mansion, just like the one we're talking about. Yeah, whether that be the Wrigley Mansion, Tito's, like this mansion. Has like a White House looking building right on the edge of the lake, like a hundred feet in front of it. It has 
uh, hedges and bushes and trees that are kept by groundskeepers. It has three houses, uh, like the house, the main house and two guest houses. Like, yeah, two guest houses. One of the guest houses houses his mom and like his daughter. And but like the uh, the owner of the whole property is this gentleman called Gordon, I believe, who just owns like th- like all of that shit. Yeah. And um, I guess like there's been a few times where people will like hop off of a boat to like get picked up on like an Uber or something. And they somehow think that they can walk to like the road, and this dude will come out of like out of nowhere. Like, he'll be busy at work or something, but he'll, like, notice anybody who stops, like, at his property. And, yeah, like I said, like, like there'll be people who are on the lake who'll get off on his pier and, like, try to catch an Uber. That's quite literally almost, like, half a mile, like, down his private driveway, like, up the road into a public road. And he has caught, like, three or four people like that. And basically, almost every single time calls the cops on them. Good. He's just, like, super, Fuck like, aggressive yeah. about it every time he sees them. Especially in, like, Geneva, man. I mean, people are so so entitled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and I'm not ripping mm-hmm. on our neighboring state here, but Illinois guys, man, I mean, they, it's a vacation place for them. So, of yeah. course, they're not going to treat it with respect like they would their home their hometown, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's and a good s- point. The sense of entitlement, and then you know, drive eighty miles away, and you could be an asshole. Exactly. Do yeah. two hundred. So, yeah, um, like you know, Phil, I I really want to applaud you on this uh, question that I want to ask the room. You asked a question that paper, or plastic, boxer, or briefs. Which one? I paper. you know what I wear briefs. I've specifically worn me undies for the last oh seven years. Top top tier briefs. I I've only been wearing me undies for the last seven years. It's cheers that. been that, that, that long. Cheers. I commando. Uh, you commando? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, do, you, uh, do you? There's this... Uh, no, I actually never done that, and I'm afraid because of the zipper. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> that shit looks like it's going to catch something. I, I ain't oh, yeah. getting tangled in that shit. Anyway, oh. um, there's this play, There's this uh, brand at Target. It's called uh, Pair of Thieves. Yeah, they're pretty... Softest underwear, pretty bro. I got them on right now, man. Damn. Don't even feel them. Pair of Thieves Target? isn't bad. Target, bro. They're like 13 bucks for like two pairs, but... It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it, man. They're slack. They're nice, man. Keep... Me undies is... Yeah, me undies are... They're cute, man. It's mm. 16 for one pair. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. You're crazy. Wait, <laughs> yeah. It's a subscription base, right? You get one it's every subscri- week. Yeah, you get one every month. month. You get a new pair. But, uh, yeah, no... I'm what... sorry. Is that supposed to sell me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I ate 69, but it's a subscription. It's a subscription. That's like what you tell yourself when you it don't want to, like, pick something. It is a lot. Something. It is a lot. However, once you put one on, bro, it's whole new world. Not worth the fuck. It, listen, this is not sponsored at all by any means. However, it's your it's your region, bro. Yeah, but, like, mm. how are you going to pay 16 for for briefs? Like, I understand. Top quality. Bro, I, I would I pay understand. 16 for socks. Give are me some freaking me? beautiful, silky boxers. That's what this is, bro. Mm. But you, you said briefs. You said, like, it's hugging well, that well, shit. It's well, like... Boxer oh, briefs, man. Yeah. yeah. It's providing support like a bra. You know, like... Wait, that's what I want. Does my yeah. undies even have, like, underwear, underwear? Yeah, like, they, they, bodies? Yeah. They, do? they, they, they oh, sell, right. like, three different kinds. They sell regular boxers. Uh, they sell boxer briefs. They sell... Uh, okay, so that was just your choice. trunks. And they... Yeah. Okay, yeah, bro. Okay, okay. Fair, Relax. Fair, fair. <laughs> Getting all hostile shit. Oh, shit. It's me wearing them, not you. 
homie, I just, I'm just it's like looking out for your month. wallet, bro. I'm looking no, it out is for your a wallet. Lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I've had to cancel for months. <laughs> it is a lot. But it's such a good product that we, oh, we highly recommend. Hey, is that Egyptian it. cotton, man? Bro, I don't know what they're putting in their underwear, but it's got me hooked. Welcome um, to you, sponsors. <laughs> going back to Phil's question that he asked in the group chat, and I've really wanted to bring it up, is um, are you the same person? You know, because Phil, um, sorry, Joe kind of touched on it earlier of, when you were younger, is you at 25 who you thought you'd be? And I know it's a very philosophical, like, deep question because, like... Philosophical? No pun intended. <laughs> but, no, it really does. It made me think about it for the last week of, like, you do set out goals for yourself of, like, you think this is going to be easy. You know, not, not that it hasn't been, but you think life is going to go a certain way and there's constant variables, but, like... It is very interesting when you stop and think about like, damn, like 10 years have passed and like everything has changed. Two years have passed and everything has changed. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to do with COVID. But like this is now grasp it. Yeah. 2020 seems like it's flying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, it's a tough question. I I was I that question came to me when I was pooping. No no jokes. It's a moment of thought. For real. When you're the most yourself. Dude, he was like in the middle of crowning. Like he was just (laughs) sitting there like about to cut it off. I got a yo-yo this one. Hold up. (laughs) (laughs) About to break water. (laughs) Completely irrelevant. I changed my gamer tag on on, uh, Xbox. So it's it's Sigma Joe now. (laughs) This is 2022, bro. Exactly. So add him. What were you before? Hexy I'm Joe, 5'4". Half that's, Mexican. That's, yeah, Hexy. That's, that's worse. Did you, you say Hexy? Hexy. Hexy Joe, yeah. Hexy? Like, like half Mexican Hexy? Like, right? Hexy. Is that what you're yep, saying? Yep, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, get you. I got it. My dog peed on himself one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I peed myself That's when he was a puppy, and he was laying at the... <laughs> I peed on myself. I got a funny story for that. Um, <laughs> my dog was sitting at, uh, or laying, sleeping at the feet of my bed by my feet. And just in the middle of the night, I remember him just, like, getting up on all fours. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And he just starts to pee in on the bed. And I'm like, God damn it. And then he just lays down on it. And he was covered in piss. So I had to, like, get up. And <laughs> Did your ass call in the next day? <laughs> uh, I don't think I worked the next day, but, like, the next morning. But I remember just him being covered in piss and being like, God damn it. And trying to dry him up and, like, taking the sheets off the fucking bed. And, damn. Yeah, he was just... Had to sleep on the couch that so day. So pissed. That's dude. rough. I know. Especially in your bed, dude. That's In the middle of the night, it's yeah. like... Oh, yeah. You just had to pee and he got up and he's like, fuck it, ready? <laughs> so, like, this feels kind of soft. Let it rip. Yeah, yeah that's what's uh, happened to me recently, a couple of weeks ago. Got yeah, because you got a puppy. Yeah, I got a corgi. She's corgi. nine months now, right? She's and, adorable. Uh, she's, a, she's adorable. She's a bitch. Whoa. She's a female dog, so I can't legally she say that. She is a bitch. Yeah. She's a bitch. Yeah, she. he can say the B word. She's yeah. nasty. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, literally happened. Uh, went up to sleep and whatnot, and uh, I turned turn over. And my sleep, I, I don't know, I'm a wrestling sleeper, yeah. and I felt a wet spot. I was like, mm. oh, fuck. Like you immediately knew. Mm-hmm. Warm, it, cold? Room temperature. Oh. But, you, you know, I had to touch it. just for to touch it, yeah. <laughs> touch it and, like, smell it. That's like, the worst. Oh. You guys ever step in dog shit without oh. any socks? Yes. Oh. Without, with, with no socks? socks? With no socks, bro. No. Just, oh. ugh, heel straight, just skids it, like. <laughs> yeah. No, that's never happened. You had to scrape the bottom of your nail. How did I get so much under there? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's the worst, bro. I would hate to get shit on my feet. My feet are the worst. 
I am so flat-footed. I got so many, uh, what's oh, the word? Yeah. Bunions, calluses, no, calluses. There we go. I got very oh, yeah. callous feet. Yeah, really. Yeah. Me too. Oh, you really? flat footed? Yeah, I'm flatter than a dog. Oh bro. hell yeah, dude, Joe, uh, you're you're the shit. Hey, <laughs> cheers, little, you. Take a little cheers, yeah, buddy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Flat feet, gang. Flat feet. Mm-hmm. I do not have flat gang, feet. Gang, gang. But you know, like ten, like ten <laughs> years ago, like now that I'm 25, I would I would have imagined that my feet would have had some arch by now. No. By the way I walk and just. Constantly I have no arch, mm. so flat-footed. Dude, you you just gotta watch more Gary V videos, man. You just gotta like. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta build just, myself up. You just gotta like visualize. <laughs> Don't you know it's your, in you? Your feet like building arch. Exactly, motherfucker! Know? I got a vision board at home. What <laughs> did you add you that want? to your vision board? Yeah, did you add arch feet to your yeah. vision board? Arches and all. That's why things. you're failing, bro. God. I gotta give you this book called The Secret. I think you'll like the it. Secret? Yeah, I think the you'll secret like arches. it. Worst fucking book I've ever read is The Secret, <laughs> bro. Tell me. Tell me why, like, the moment Such I turned 18, of 10 bro. Hours. That's the pickup artist book, right? The moment I turned no. 18, like, no. all of, oh, that's like, the game. all of my, like, yes. friends <laughs> that were trying to, like, be into self-improvement were, like, reading The Secret at every turn they could. The be. Secret, um, what's the other big one? Like, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is another one that's, like... Don't <laughs> use your debit card for anything. <laughs> Sell all valuable possessions. Uh, but the secret, do you want to tell us what the secret is? I mean, the secret is just kind of like manifesting. Like it's literally just say like, it into the, say it, like, into, say it like, into the universe and that'll make it more likely to happen. It's like, sort of thing. Well, like, yeah, no, it's like, that, I like that. Like the, law, that. like the law of attraction. That's what you're a Sigma. I'm into that. Bro. <laughs> well, yeah, I do believe in like manifesting, but I think manifesting comes from within. Yeah. The secret is literally like, no, repeat it in your bed while you're fucking about to sleep 10 times in a row. It's like, listen, man, some things aren't going to happen. People are people are crazy, man. They, they take things way extreme. So, for instance, yeah. like this this physical trend that's going on, that people are getting fit now, right? Mm. People are like, you got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. You do. You got to do 100 push-ups without breathing and then take cold showers the whole life. Like, it's yeah. just, you don't need to go that extreme. And people get so fucking turned off people are trying to copy that like i'm gonna do the rock challenge i'm gonna wake up at no, five in the morning don't do that watch. dude <laughs> just you don't have to be healthy just be healthier yes you don't have to be fit you just yeah, have to be fitter exactly. like the, just the, the, this is why i carry around this this water bottle because it's like that's pretty beta if you ask me <laughs> i don't give a shit <laughs> what, what you, you need H2O? a water bottle to tell you how much water you drink no no you know how i drink my water sidebar I bite the ground and suck the water out of the earth itself. I've, yeah, I've seen That's, it. He, he has this just like long straw. Yeah. He, he sticks that shit like into this 10 foot well. He just slurps up that like mud sludge and he's just like, That's yum. Like, yeah. That's some vitamins. They do stuff like that though. You don't even have like a, like a bird. You just have a straw, go through some dirty water and drink it. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like 50% going to, kill you but yeah it's 50 yeah. percent not 100 percent but i'm 100 percent gonna be a badass when i'm done that's right mm-hmm. that's right the next covid is coming from this asshole <laughs> basically what i was getting to with the whole water bottle thing was uh if i can drink at least half of it in a day i'm doing better than most people oh yeah yeah, yeah. just that's, like that's it's all, not, you know, the it's only person like you, need to, you don't need to down a gallon Exactly. Piss 13 times a day. I thought low-key, that's almost a gallon. No? I thought that was a gallon, a gallon no? I'm pretty no. sure. Well, he, he, he's talking about like other people ounces. like okay. drinking soda. That's almost, more than a gallon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, a gallon's, gallon's like 64. Like 32 or 64? 32 fluid ounces. Okay. But that's American. So it depends yeah. on how the you metrics. measure it. Where are we? Right. Vietnam? 
Yeah, you you gotta <laughs> measure them. Well, the some things system. are measured differently. Because I'm sorry, I'm right. sorry. The Kami system. Yeah, they're they're uh, made in the. How Republic many hammer and sickles is that? That's a uh, four <laughs> hammer and sickles. Okay, that's what I thought. That's one Mjolnir and three hammers. Okay. <coughs> but, but how many World Trade Centers is that? Wait a minute! Don't no no inside job. Hold up inside job. Bush did 9-11 Was there a third time? Catmull steel beams And we are red flag (laughs) Damn And now we are cancelled Thank God we waited two hours Alright let's bring it back Let's make it personal Let's Let's make it personal Hydration Yeah everybody go home and hydrate Wait Um, hold up Let me me say something before we go on Yeah what are are Joe's two questions That you wanted to bring up I will uh, Let me just say It is uh, Now that we have cold weather Weather upon us Mm -hmm. uh, Your body is a lot more dehydrated Because it's cold You don't know that you're dehydrated So Make sure you drink your water, guys. Seriously. Take oh, yeah. vitamin D3. True. D3. Yeah. Drink all the water. Yeah. The Joe, water. you actually uh, prepared two questions for us, right? I did. I did, yes. He's uh, pulling it up on his Wahe uh, um, phone. And uh, once again, once we get into the questions up, where can people find more of your guys' work? Give us work your for tag painting? for your, yeah, for your uh, painting okay. work. We'll put your um, painting description. Look, what's your Instagram handle? Yeah. So my, uh, my painting Instagram is. Uh, at joes.advancedpainting.com. Joes. Not, not even .com. It's just Joe's Advanced Painting. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you buy a tripod and do a time lapse of your painting? I, I eventually plan to do that, yeah. Because like like, it is satisfying to see the job done, but I also think it'd be like beautiful if you just yeah. did like a... Like panorama picture? Not panorama, but just like a... Uh, like a one wall. One wall. Just set up a tripod. Yeah, I'd like to do that eventually. Oh, yeah. Tripods are cheap. We got three in the closet right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm getting there. Trust me, I got a lot of things in the works right now for. Uh, if you suck his dick, he'll give you one. No, I don't. That is true. No, no, no. You don't need to suck no dick. You, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll get it just by your hard work yeah, and, gonna, and your craftsmanship. Just gonna build oh. one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a tripod, isn't it? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put 120 dollars like worth of materials into a ten dollar. <laughs> so you could buy tripod. Forty bucks. <laughs> Um, no, man, I got some big works coming up with, uh, with like content creating and, uh, and stuff like that. So, so eventually, but, uh, let me, let me, let me ask one question. This is for everybody. Uh, okay. So the first question is going to be, obviously it's going to be two questions here, but, um, what are your personal goals for 2022 and what are some podcast goals individually? So I'll read it again. What are your personal goals for 2022 and what are some podcast goals? I personally, I'll start off. Yeah, Phil. 2022. I spent most of 2021 like a widow wife. This is very sad about the past and all this stuff. Just very sulky, right? Sounds kind of hot. <laughs> it was a... You should have sent me videos of you crying. <laughs> I have plenty. Crying turns, in the bathtub. That turns me on. With his corgi dog. Yeah. Oh, no, Just the, forcing her to stay in the bathtub. The corgi's a light. She brought me out of the darkness. But 2022, it's going to be the year that I do get back into things like liking things i didn't even like watching netflix shows and shit like that anything that was big so would you say that you were kind of in a like a little rut yeah a bit of a funk a little 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 rut. that's okay i think everyone's been in a funk what's your uh podcast goal podcast goal Mm -hmm. oh to expand the bro tasis network Mm -hmm. to eventually get like a couple of shows underneath Video, which should be coming up in a couple of weeks here. Yeah. I was going to ask. We're going to go full-time video. We have equipment. We just want to nail nail it down. Mm -hmm. And we want to just do more video content, not just like monthly, like we're doing it now, but just like every week just having new shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and, and one of the goals is get that studio together. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of... Studio being in here in this room or um, in a separate building? We, we still uh, need to e- have e- internal e- talks. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. We have a couple of... Uh, we have a couple a couple sites. Our, our scout is working on that right yeah. now. Yeah. Cool. My oh. people will call your people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Green screen. Yeah, That's there's 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 some things we want to do. Juan, yeah. uh, do you want to go next, or do you want me to? Um, I mean, personally, personal goals for me. You're getting married on August fifth. I, I am getting married, so like I'm searching for a location for like that we can move into. Start, start so that's life. that's a big that's a goal for that's me huge, as well. Man. Congratulations! Um, yeah, thank Hell you, thank you. Um, but in addition to that, though, like I I want to take more risks, like like in different aspects of life as well like i feel like like i've had a lot of like um almost like a a certain hesitancy towards like taking certain risk i just i want to i want to like step away from like that habit and and yeah that's like something that i i am like looking at in a lot of facets of life not just like one or the other like i feel like that's been a, a little like personal demon that's just like has me like from the a noose on the neck, you know, just like mm-hmm. you are your own like personal demons. You hold yourself back. And like, I feel like I am kind of like dealing with that. And I I want to deal with that like in a more positive fashion. So like that's that's a personal goal, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting the home, dealing with those demons. And as far as like the the podcast goal. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say uh, I mean, I, I want to grow like just like Phil does. But I also like wanna put out like some different flavored shit than like what's out there, like yeah, like you like you you wanna like put out work that you're you're proud of, you know? Yeah, like, and I think so. Now's I, a good I also time to that say that we're starting a new show uh, that we're doing this Sunday, you know, because yeah, you're right. one of your big passions is like just like current events, like the state of the state of like the world. Um, like who's like pulling the levers of power like in my opinion mm-hmm. like we as as like the american population are almost like um made to think that uh current events are intimidating um by by like the mainstream media like they don't they do a terrible job of explaining like the reason that like you should care about x y or z right you have to like go out of your way and teach yourself about those subjects so like in my opinion like I think that there should be more like working class people, people who are quite literally like a part of the mainstream of the country, right? Rather than like people who came from like who studied at Harvard and studied at at uh, Yale. Who literally went to like Yeah, who who've had everything handed to them for their yeah. whole life. And that's kind of like who the majority of of um the personalities in the media are. Like look at Tucker Carlson. He's literally uh, a. They're like cookie. They're like a, cookie. Yeah, what I meant like people go to universities that they meant for like journalism. Yeah. And so you don't get these like real people. You get these like cookie cutter type fellows who all sound the same. Exactly. Have to remain happy. Exactly. Ex- exactly. So like, in my opinion, like. That's I, what you want to be. You, you want to be one of those cookie cutter. I know? don't. Not not at all. I'm saying I'm saying that that is a criticism. Uh, like. The, like uh, Anderson Cooper, he's a member of like the Vanderbilt family, mm-hmm. like quite literally an old Southern aristocracy. Same with like like I said, same with uh, Tucker Carlson. He comes from like the Swanson frozen food empire. Like he's literally like the, uh, a, a billionaire's mouthpiece, right? Like so, like I I think like fuck like fuck these like current like 
figures that that our society uses as mouthpieces for different sides anderson cooper carlson like we we literally do need more more everyday working class like people who, part of america yeah who just like have an interest in these issues and why well, know what's the truth ex- exactly and we, and we just you know like we we want to just talk about it whether that be like left or right and like You've heard us. We fucking dog on like, like both sides pretty good. Like, we yeah we do. Like we, we, we like, like none of us truth. here. None of us here are like Biden stands. Like no. we're literally dogging on him every other episode. Like or, or Trump dogs. Yeah, no. or Trump we, dogs. Exactly. I, I feel like we've done a really, a good job so far of like just trying to find the truth because it's always somewhere in the middle. It's never like what you get on either format of like news that you get whether it's fox news whether it's new york times which are like super right or super left like Mm -hmm. it's just we just want to find out what's true and have you make your own opinion based on your morales like you know episode seven was like a debate episode where we just simply talked about our own opinions and it's like there's not a right or wrong there's just a truth and like uh, lies and propaganda that are being pushed out so I, I'm like specifically remembering something that's coming to mind right now as I'm listening to you like talking about how like you know um we are kind of divided you know like in the con- uh, the country does on purpose get divided by the media sometimes mm-hmm. um and like I remember one time as I you know like at my job um I I, I was working at a factory and I had this uh, older gentleman who was like 60 something come up to me and this other younger guy who like we were partners and he just kind of looked at him he's like yeah brother like you gotta like watch out like 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 they're out to get us the white man and this and that and i was like and and and, like i'm not i I wasn't trying to get involved too much but like the guy prompted me is like what do you think like this or that (sighs) and and yeah at that point i was just like yeah you know like i feel like the media like kind of has like people like you and i who quite literally work like the same job and same position, like working against each other rather than looking up at our boss who's underpaying both of us. Yeah, 100%. And and like I feel like that's a microcosm of like what us as working class people should should be doing, you know, like right. like like the nurses, you know, like does it fucking matter if those nurses were uh, Trump or Biden supporters? No, they're like just, while no, they were still getting fucked over by those administrators being who were undervalued and overworked. Yeah. yeah, like no, fuck that. Like those working people should have like the the wits and the solidarity with each other to know that it's not them against each other; it's them against the people above them, and like that's kind of the synthesis of my vision for like the way that I like to talk about current events. Like I don't want to talk about left versus right. I want to talk about like who are like the people in power and why are they subjugating like this other group, right? And like, I think that that is like a way that we should try to present some of these current events. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, And so, and so, uh, circling back to the question, then, so one of your personal your your personal goals for the podcast would be to drift off into a more current event. We're gonna um, have uh, a second. I'm sorry, excuse exactly. me. Exactly, we're gonna have a segment channel. like that where we're gonna um, we're gonna have like all, like all of us will uh, swap off the responsibility here and there, 
where we're gonna have like different points of view. That's cool. Kind of like like what grinds your gears this yeah. week, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Literally, That's a good idea. Like it's not talked about. What's enough. in Luis's no, corner? Right. What's in Phil's corner? And that can be like very many different subjects. That yeah. can be things that bother each other are gonna be different. Yeah, that, that can be anime. That can be WWE. That can be sports. Exactly. Like this weekend is the Royal Rumble. What's on my mind right now is Rey Mysterio gonna win. Six one nine. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> Whoever's editing, throw in the Booyaka Booyaka 619 song. What about what about you, Luis? How about uh, you? Personal goals for 2022 mm-hmm. are to really take a step forward and to just um, letting go of like my past. And I felt like for a very long time, I've, I've been very open about like going to therapy and like mm-hmm. letting go on the podcast, but like even more so like, I feel like now that I'm getting older, like I'm 27, which isn't old by any means, but <laughs> it just feels <laughs> like I'm at the age where it's like make or break. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like I want to take risk and like, I've never been really like afraid to start something for no reason. Mm-hmm. And like even the podcast like the podcast i just like started off on a on a whim where we just like had a conversation i was like yeah but let's do it so i feel like more of that and just like wanting to just be fully like you know uh fully independent and and happy from like everything and just like i'm in control of my emotions and no one else's yeah hell yeah that's good um and then like uh goals for the podcast is uh um just uh have it be something that i'm proud of and i think right now we're at a point where i'm like no i'm like super proud of like the production that we're doing and you like, should be thank you man that, that means you. a lot i Absolutely. know i know you said you listened to an episode and like even when people Dude, like, our episodes sound so much better now they, than number they one to. they sound better they number sound better. so much better man <laughs> we're so much more oh, organized man. and it's like you know anybody can do a podcast i mean spotify doesn't sound sure. like we're in a cave exactly <laughs> spotify literally hired producers right now in the last couple of days to send to Meghan markle and prince um what is it andrew yeah mm-hmm. because they signed a 20 million spotify deal mm-hmm. and so far they've only they sent produced, them a bunch of producers yeah they sent them a bunch of producers because they've only produced one episode that was a holiday special okay and it's like 20 million dollars for one episode like god Baby. damn like my my goal is just to keep producing content that we're proud of and Good. like Phil's been killing it. Juan's been killing it. Yeah. When we have people like you come on the show, once again, you know, I'm very thankful for. And the fact that we can just like sit here and actually, you know, express to each other how we feel. And the big thing, too, is I just want people to relate to what we're talking about. Absolutely. And not just, you know, because they're giving us an hour or two hours of their time yeah. mm-hmm. during the week. And it's like that that means a lot to me. And sure. I just want to be able to reach out to them and in, in a way that they can like listen to us. And we're mm-hmm. actually not necessarily affecting the way they think, but just like, oh, this is something I hadn't thought about. How do I feel about yeah. it? And like, do I relate with Phil? Do I relate with Juan? Do I relate with Luis? Do I relate with Joe, who's, you know, got his own business and, mm-hmm. you know, and so on and so on. It gives it gives people, the listeners to like, kind of be a part of this. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to influence how anyone thinks. I just want them to think for themselves. And relate too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do got to say, uh, just, just being affiliated with you guys for the past week, you know, it's... Uh, uh, you guys put a lot of time, hard work, and and effort into what you got. Like like you said, you you are, you guys are putting in as much as you can. You're putting in. It's like it's like hanging a picture of yourself that you drew. 
Right. You're, you're putting yourself yeah. out there for people and you, you are passionate. You, you do want the best for them. And, uh, and that's good. And that's the, and that's how, you know, you're, you're in the right path yeah. because you're doing it for the passion rather than any other thing. Yeah. yeah. If, if five people listen to it and three out of those five are us three, then mm-hmm. like I would still do it. Right. And like I said, you guys, are, you guys take it seriously. You guys are organized. You guys are not only organized, you, you are, um, conscious of being organized which is huge because most people are just they don't think about it they want but you guys want it to be a smooth everyone on the same page you know whatever whatever and uh yeah you guys got a good thing going here this is awesome that means a lot yeah um what's do you have a second question i know you do but i do uh let me let me just say i just want to throw out my personal yeah uh, let's let's hear yours my personal goal for this let's let's end it there yeah yeah, let's you know take a little break yeah yeah okay we've been Um, going for a while yeah so um my personal goal for 2022 um basically comes down to loving myself more uh this past year this past 2021 i've never stood in front of a mirror with my shirt off and told myself i love you Wow. I've never done that. I've ne- and I did it. I I did it like three times. I kind of had like a, a five minute, uh, you know, just a a one on one with myself, and mm-hmm. um, and I've been doing that maybe you know maybe once a week to just kind of, it's hard. No one's ever taught me. No one's ever told me to say, hey man, you know, ease up on yourself. You got to love yourself. So, mm-hmm. I've been doing that this past year, and this year going on, I'm taking action. I'm getting you know. I've been working out. I've been eating clean. I've been doing things that... It shows, by the you way. Know, thank you. I appreciate that. I, yeah, dude, you're lean as fuck. You're over I, here looking I, good, dude. I really appreciate it, man. You guys, I mean... Like Joe Soberg or G.I. Joe, man? Yeah. Like. No, Luis, man, when we were in the restaurant, like, what, two years ago? You're, yeah. like, you're like, you're getting fat. I'm like, yeah, I know. You, you don't got to tell me, bro. <laughs> I appreciate you being honest with me, bro. But, like, uh, I know. I know. Did I say that to you? Yeah, bro. Your ass would say that, bro. You're like, yo, you're getting fat. I'm like, yeah, I know. I probably bro, say- your ass would probably say that to a few girl servers. <laughs> what are you I do? would be surprised if you hadn't already. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. You look like you're going through a rough patch. <laughs> it shows in your jeans. But did that help you get in shape? Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, in hindsight, it did push me to. You know. You know what? I love you. I look out for you. Exactly. I was probably saying it to be like, "Hey, man." And I didn't take it personally. I knew. You know, I knew that you meant well, and that you were just like, "Hey, you know." Some people just need a little kick in their ass. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That was his equivalent. Was Luis's equivalent of yes, king. Yes, <laughs> king. Right. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too is like you know I don't have many people to really. A lot of people don't. They're they're afraid to to call out one another because they're afraid of conflict and being uncomfortable or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like afraid of being like truly like truthful with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, and that's rare to find in in people. And that's why I think you guys all get along is because you're afraid, you're not afraid to dish it at one another. Bro. Tell me why this guy has a point, man. Like all of us kind of have, turned off like a certain level of filters with each other yeah where oh, we're just 100%. like sure like nah motherfucker you're wrong about this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like i'm sorry homie but you're wrong like <laughs> i would agree and, and he's right dude like yeah like you do have to be kind of truthful with each other <laughs> when it comes to certain yeah. things like that yeah well i mean that's all about honesty and being yeah. you know being uh, more open and truthful yeah and if you know if the three of you or like other people that i hold very close to me were like hey what you said or what you did isn't right, then I right. think I would take that like sure. yeah. well, very, very seriously. And that's another thing too. It's like you have to be man enough to admit when you're wrong or when yeah. you screwed yeah. up. You have to be able to be like, hey, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
It's what about a, it's a tough pill to swallow too. Yeah. What yeah. about a, a business goal that you have for 2022? Business goal. Well, um, I just got in. We 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 just got in uh, with a uh, a construction builder, um, which is one of the goals. Uh, the next goal is to get another construction builder, which I have on the works right now. Um, basically, just to keep going, keep keep growing, man. Hell just yeah. to keep uh, you know pay the bills, pay the taxes, keep stay at, do everything right, you know, and just I, I keep thinking I. I, I had to have my mom. I had a weak moment the other the other day. Um, I had to, not a breakdown or nothing like that. But I was just I, I talked to my mom. My mom and I are very open. She's my best friend, and I, I talked yeah. to her about everything. And um, basically, uh, I was just like, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'm doing good. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know what. And she's like, you're doing great. And you know, I, I thought about it. I'm just like, you know, when you're climbing the mountain. You don't ever just stop and turn around and look where you're at. You keep yeah, climbing you until you get. Mm-hmm. You keep going, and so like I, I had to take a step back and be like, "Fuck." We, just like absorb doing, your own progress. We're doing good. Yeah, yeah we're doing yeah. really good, yeah. man. Like the goal is to basically have a new construction house once a month. We have That's four. Awesome. We have four houses coming up. Yeah. That's half the year. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're yeah. set. You know, like. Yeah. Increase your portfolio yeah. and your repertoire. Yep. So my mom is a graphic design artist, so she's uh, she's helping me create my logo right now, and then she's gonna help me make a website, and then uh, eventually I'll probably hop back on Facebook. It's been four years since I've been off Facebook. Jesus. Well, honestly, the, man, stay one, off. One of the best. Stay off, homie. One of the best decisions I've yeah, made. Yeah. Stay off. If you've already been, I'm gonna off pay this someone long. to deal to deal. Yeah. With, just with exactly. <laughs> just pay I'm not pay a kidding. social media manager. Fuck that. Get your brother. Get your little brother on there. Yeah, he's four years old. Yeah, he knows, yeah. he knows how to use it. He probably got the he, algorithm down. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, like, no, what you want to do is you want to post every Tuesday. He probably IPM. already has a neural link. Yeah, exactly. He'll be set. No, man. Business is good. Life is good. Um, I got another thing in the works, too. I've been thinking about uh, doing going back to school for personal training. Mm-hmm. For uh, for like weightlifting and stuff. Hell yeah. Because yeah. I'm always one to... I've, I've always wanted to change people's lives for the better. Whether it's in your house, making your home homier, painting walls... Or it's, you know, fucking out at the bar and pouring you a beautiful drink, you know, yeah. like I think fitness is a good way to change someone's life uh, physically and mentally. I mean, huge. Mm-hmm. Is that structure, the discipline structure? It is. Getting right. into fitness. It is. So 100%. we'll see, man. I got a lot of things in the workout, you know, and me with my ADHD, I got a lot of hyper fixations <laughs> and hobbies and and I'm a kind of a nutcase, man. Oh, yeah. man, I feel you, bro. Dude. I, I hey, jump God through bless. hobbies like a motherfucker. Yeah. And, you know, it's good because we're bro, always have you, learning. Have you ever fished? Fished? You got to get into fishing, my I'm man. I'm fishing. Yeah, yeah. You got to get, we got to go fishing. I'm down to fishing. We got to go fishing. Yeah, I go fishing all, all the time in Como. Do you? Some, yeah, sometimes. I yeah. Fu- Dude, we'll slay some it's bass good, out it's a good there. Time, man. Get some hogs. Yeah, Ooh. man. And I, I, I know, uh, I, I know some piers that we can go and and, and fish off of and oh, stuff too. Man, so. I gotta go. hit up my mushroom guy. Twenty twenty two is <laughs> is the year of fishing. Um, well, once again, Joe, we couldn't be more proud of you specifically. Appreciate really, thank that. you for being on the show and I appreciate it. opening up about everything. And um, we'll we'll end the podcast there. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you all next week. See you. <laughs>